spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. for uh, Joseph Seinberg, 770 East Parkway. Beast. I got pepperoni too, and cheese, hold up, let me show you. I figured it's not kosher, but I didn't know if it was like code word through DoorDash for like the underground, like the pizza party you guys are having or what? Who are you looking for? Uh, Joseph Steinberg. Please leave. It, really? Please, please leave. Uh, do you at least want a piece? Can you please leave? You don't want a piece. Can you Walk please out. leave? Can you call the cops? Leave. Are you going to the tunnels? Excuse me, sir. I just wanted to get to the tunnels. Please, excuse me. I told you already. Please leave the building. Is it, is, it, is it under the grate? Please leave the building, okay? Is it under the Stand? grate? Please leave the building and don't walk back in. Thank you. Actually? Have a good night. Is it under the grate? Excuse me. DoorDash? Joseph Steinberg, DoorDash? The underground pizza party? Do you guys... I mean, you might as well take a slice, right? Go around, go around. It's a, a vegetarian cheese. They kicked me out. I'm just, I'm looking for Joseph's time. Please Stein leave the property. I just want to go to the underground pizza party. Please leave the property. <laughs> they don't want to share their space? I don't understand. I'm confused. Uh, here oh it shows up God. with pizza. <laughs> I think it's kosher. Right? Most of most of the things sold in America these days are kosher. So oh, man. That shouldn't be the problem. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. Good for, good for him. With some extra ham on it. All right. Anyway. Free ham, the Jewish dilemma. Mm -hmm. My dad always told me that joke. That's, That's a Jewish pretty, dilemma. Free ham. Well, we can do with <laughs> shellfish, too, right? Can do anything. Can do anything they can't do. Oh. All right. All right. Uh, thank you for joining us, ladies and ladies and hebes out there. Uh, great to be uh, back with you. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday. It's the uh, 16th of February already, so we're kind of halfway through that. Hopefully, uh, spring will uh, come here about a month, month so. and a half, maybe. I mean, today's we'll beautiful happens. out there right now. It's sunny, it was and there's a little snow on the ground. Right? I was love it. I think it was yesterday. So, yeah, it's uh, it's looking good, folks. Anyway, so, yeah, we got uh, we got stuff for you tonight here lined up. Some some great stuff is happening. Uh, the, uh, the suicide of, of Europe, which is not really a suicide yeah. it's it's a murder but we'll we'll get to why we call it that all right anyway so why don't we uh why don't we begin with this we gotta we gotta check out uh switzerland well here. since we're on the subject of jews <laughs> yeah, I just we can't get enough of them huh no skis for jews in davos switzerland so swiss police have opened an investigation into a ski hire shop's announcement that it would no longer rent skis and sledges sleds to Jewish customers, I can uh, see. Can I see Orthodox Jews on a sled or skis? Not really, but posters in the sports shop window informed customers that because of incidents involving theft, 
We no longer rent sports equipment to our Jewish brothers. Whoops. So is it owned so by Jews too? not just... What? Remember we showed that black guy <laughs> in the ski slopes up there? Talking about how <laughs> yeah. much gear there was up there and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And the he was high trust. By. So you're saying... Well, wait, you're wait, saying, wait. Okay. The resort has become <laughs> popular with Israel's Orthodox Jewish community, which has been visiting in growing numbers. And the head of the tourist board said there have been cases of guests behaving disrespectfully toward their hosts. So those Israelis, they don't really behave. Now, before I continue the story, I just want to add, when I was trekking in Nepal, Mm -hmm. yes, Nepal, the Nepalese, they couldn't stand the Israelis because they did the same thing. They misbehaved. They were loud. They were getting drunk. I just remember Nepalese like, oh my God, we hate Israelis, right? It's kind of the same thing. A task force was set up recently to address perceived tensions between the tourists and the hosts with agreement on both sides that there had been difficulties. The manager of the shop, of course, has had to apologize after pressure, remove the poster. He said it was badly worded. And, of course, Jewish customers are welcome uh, with immediate effect. And then they said, uh, well, now they're probably going to be doing they usually they do this for skis, right? You have to put down a credit card or some ID or something, uh, some kind of deposit. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure that as they ask these uh, Orthodox Jews for that, they will also cry uh, anti-Semitism if you ask for a deposit. So what, they're just running off with this stuff? I mean, what the hell? I mean, and these people, they have money. They're coming from Israel, you know, Orthodox. They love their money, right? We've Mm -hmm. seen that many times in their uh, little ceremonies and rituals and all that. Can I? And now they're not paying for their ski. Yes. Can I show you what I got here? Yes, you can. (laughs) Your your wish is my command. Here we go. That's not too shabby. Oh, man. It's uh, mid-journey here. All right, let's that take a look funny. what else. Yeah, there we what go. What did you do? Jews on skis? Uh, Orthodox Jews on skis? I did. Let me see. What did I do here? I did <coughs> Orthodox Jew on a sled going down <laughs> a ski slope. Oh, here's another one. Here's let, Let's check this one out. This one is funny. Uh, let me see. <laughs> this is on the fly stuff here, but this is, you know, we aim to please, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So let me bring in the other one here. Uh, where are you? Where are you? Okay, it'll be all four at once on this one here. Let's, let's see how this one goes there. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is something I have never seen. I have grown up, you know, at the mountains, snowboarding, skiing, sledding. I have yet to see an Orthodox Jew on any of these things. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised, to be honest. So but, when uh, they, if right. they're, they wear their snowsuits or whatever, do they still have their hat and do they still have the curls? Like, you know, I, I want to know. I, I, I'm very curious. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there no footage of this? Because those what, curls will on? uncurl. I would assume you know, the, uh, once you face of, plant. What's this? Yes, it's funny that it's in Davos too, though, isn't it? Because it's like, of course, they're in Davos, right? Of this course. Is after the, this is after the Davos meeting. They stayed behind a little bit of to uh, get a little, you know, ski lesson. They so just come over audio. from Israel and just hang out. They happen to be there during. They happen that, to yeah. be during Davos, and then just like they stole all the gear and just headed down the slopes. Like, what the hell? All right. Okay. Yep. That's that's good. But it is <laughs> interesting stuff, that they stuff. have this reputation, but they will never self-reflect. It doesn't matter. It's out. It's not just white countries. It's places where they go. You know, tourism. Mm-hmm. It's always the same complaint. Your your yeah, community I, so, is misbehaving and treating people badly, and you will not self-reflect. No, of course, exactly. There is a real you know there's there's real you know criticism you can have there, but then notice how of course when there's collective blame on whites, uh, then it's then it's all fine. And in fact, that has now extended further, where basically uh, if you're white, um, you don't need to apply to this job because you're not going to get it anyway. We're hiring diversity now. 
we're exclusively uh, saying no to what we're closing the door to whites on this or that, whether it's a student union or here's a safe space just for whites. How is that different than this? Really? They're just saying no Jews. Oh, no whites. This is a, you know, this is a diversity slope, whatever. Right. (laughs) It's the same thing. Right. In fact, it's worse, uh, the things that's happening against white people right now. But as soon as there's something like this, then, of course, all hell breaks loose. Right? Yeah. And in the case of whites, there's oftentimes th- there's no reason. They just blanket, just don't like white people. It, so no just, whites are, are not In this diverse. case, it's yeah. theft. Like they have Orthodox yeah. Jews. They've like been stealing stuff. And they're like, no, you can't. Yeah, but you can't. Uh, you know, what was it? The pattern recognition, right? It's like one of the. It's one of the signs of intelligence, essentially. Even generalization, which has been like demonized, right? It's like your ability to generalize in order to predict a situation yeah. is something which is very important, especially in this day and age, right? Does that mean, you know, as always, the exception proves the rule. You get those kinds of, you know, you know, unwritten laws in there too. But at the same time, okay, great. Here's one that was not uh, whatever this group was doing. Okay, great. But if the if there's a predictor there, right? That's how that's how you have to make decisions in the world. So, Henrik, <laughs> right? I'm convinced now, if they're just stealing it, that they're not actually going on the slopes. They're just going, well, and it's free, and they're taking. It. <laughs> of course, I mean, I don't, I don't think, they're taking it and they're selling it somewhere and making. I think making this a is shit. a highly improbable <laughs> scenario to be, to be honest. But you never know. You know, it could be some oh really good gosh. good skiers out there. It's funny, I did a post on our Telegram, like how lo- how far back skiing goes. Right there's like the, those. You know, our, our Red Ice logo is one of the uh, kind of the solar boats from the Nordic Bronze Age, you know, up in Tornum, Sweden. Uh, there's rock carvings like that uh, of uh, them on skis, right? It goes way back. That's yeah. why, like, if you look at a small country like Norway, each time of the Olympics, they're like in the always in the top three. You know, what I mean, because this uh, goes back. White man sport. A long time. Um, All right. There it is, 6464. Hey, guys. Thank hey, you man. very much. Good to Appreciate see you. Appreciate that. How are you doing? Good to see you, man. AIM 316 over on Rumble. Thank you very much. Happy Friday, guys. Loved your analysis of the Putin interview last week. Very informative. Keep up the good work. I'm happy to support you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate that. Appreciate yeah, we got to follow up on the Putin thing tonight, too, by the way. The well, Boo Man? Yeah, just a little bit. The Boo Man, the app I use most on my phone, helps locate black-owned businesses. It works great, too, since I've started using it. I've never been in one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs> Dog Whistler says it's going to be a great show with you two guiding us through the tumultuous seas of politics, entertainment, and current events. Always glad when I can listen to your Flashback Friday show. Well, thank you. Thank it's you, good guys. To have you thank you for the support. Yes, we are going to get into some entertainment later. Uh, Teletubbies, remember them? Yep. Some it's, of you may be too young, it's but uh, it's coming back. Yeah, exactly. I know there's conspiracy theories flying around about that All right. show. All right. Aim, Veritas, thank you guys for the generous yes. donor there. We appreciate it very, very much. All right. So uh, I wanted to start, well, start. We've started already. So, but here we go. Got some good stuff here now coming out of Sweden, right? So we have, they're going to, they're going to, crim- this has not been an th- issue in Sweden for the longest time. Germany had these laws, Austria had these laws. Not sure Switzerland had We knew logs. this was coming. Remember years ago, we were like surprised. Whoa, you can still But talk it is funny, story. though, that it's coming at the hands of the conservative government now, even with the aid of the Sweden Democrats. That's what SD stands for in this case. I think they should start spelling that with a Z or a Z, as the Brits say, right? Z, Sweden Democrats. The government and Sweden Democrats continue to continue. It's not really true. They're Google Translate here. Uh, they're now going to criminalize, and it's an interesting word they use, distortion 
uh, of the Holocaust. Some translations maybe would be better be denigration of the Holocaust. Like, you know, as usual, what does this even mean? Right. Kind of thing. And no other event in history. Are they doing this? No. Yeah. It says that they're they want the Constitution to be amended, but they can't do this until what? 2027 or something like that yeah it's a you know it's not really a constitution technically but be that as it may it's called a foundational law but you know it's comparable to a constitution but yeah supposedly it's one of those things it's the foundation in other words you're not supposed to be able to change it but now we're going to change it (laughs) and we're going to change it for this obviously right to deny or distort the holocaust and this is what I want to know more, more about certain other historical events chosen by the authorities should chosen, be chosen by the chosen by the authorities should be banned. The government announces communism is fine. Possible that, the constitution must be amended. Yeah, as you said. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's with uh, Sweden Democrats in the uh, in the government now. Remember that they they were the they are the biggest party of the parties that formed a coalition to form the current government. Uh, but that's that's how it goes. I mean, we've we've talked about this for a long time. The problem with the Sweden Democrats here is. Uh, Rick, Rick Jumshoff at the top there uh, from SD. He is the uh, it's, it's got uh, it's like the justice minister, I guess you'd call it, right? With his Israel and Sweden flag Le Pen uh, or pins that Le Pen. Always <laughs> Le Pen. We'll return yeah. to Le Pen later. Always. Uh, and of course, there's in the bottom there, Ulf Kisteson, the uh, the Swedish midget. We are here today to show our support for Swe- Sweden's Jews. And in fact, they had a kippa. Um, walk here recently in Stockholm. And here's some of the wonderful footage from that I thought you could uh, Can't enjoy. Can't wait to see it. going to be great. Ministers and uh, party leaders went in a, you know, a, a common walk here through Stockholm um, for for us to stand up for, for Jews after the uh, Hamas attack against Israel. So again, as usual, we have, you know, more supposed conservative, you know, politicians in, in, in place. And this is the first thing they do. <laughs> well, the first thing to do, but like some of the most important things that they push. Under massive police surveillance, the politicians and Jews from the synagogue in Stockholm went uh, to the parliament uh, where several uh, heads of these parties uh, held speeches, it says down there below. I think it was one funny clip with Christmas on it. The, his kippah was like flew off his head. I don't think it was included in this one, but uh, we can go forward here a little bit. You get the point. Then they went in and Hell of speech here. <laughs> Gotta have that symbolic little hat on. Welcome to Sweden. Because when I think Sweden, this is what I think. Yeah, Jews. Know. That's what you think of Sweden, the Nordic countries, Jews. <laughs> and here's the former prime minister, so uh, the, the head of the Social Democratic Party. Yeah, she was prime minister for like two weeks or whatever it was. Uh, so they're all lining up. It doesn't matter what what side of the fence. Uh, it's it's all of a sudden it's just become like the U.S. I guess it's just they all come. Cr- Maybe when it comes it. to and other historical events, they'll try and outlaw you being able to talk about the Bolshevik Revolution being mainly a Jewish enterprise, or like talking about Mao's Jews as you brought up in the last episode. Maybe they'll try yeah. and outlaw that as well, right? It could be very possible. <laughs> yeah. What was it that was? I saw that speaking of AI and everything on that later too. By the way, how that's advancing now, but. Uh, apparently, a number of people are trying to ask about what some of the first laws was that was passed in the Soviet Union. The AI, I think it was OpenAI in this case, well, like they call it choked. It choked up. Oh, we couldn't. You have to try again. You can, you can do it. Because why? Well, because, of course, uh, within five days of the, uh, you know, 
uh, Russian Revolution or the Bolshevik, excuse me, the, the mass the, murder, the, the Bolshevik that. Revolution. It says February Revolution here. Uh, they passed laws to uh, to outlaw anti-Semitism, right? <laughs> Similarly, what does it say here? It tells Just you. Days tells after you he's in control. It was established, yeah. of course, the Moscow Soviet media began to monitor instances of anti-Semitism. Uh, pro Probrahezensky identified anti-Semitism as an attempt to enact a counter-revolution against the against February and restore Tsarism. In other words, if you were opposed to the Bolshevik Revolution, you're an anti-Semite. So, so in order to stop someone else from doing a, 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 a counter-revolution, we have to have laws about anti-Semitism in place. How about that? Well, that's usually a sign, and I think someone said this uh, in Germany long ago. Uh, when when they start passing laws to protect themselves, things aren't going to be going so well for them. <laughs> They're not going well, and it's only going to be worse from there. Yeah, it was uh, Kaiser Wilhelm, wasn't it? <clears throat> the second. Uh, okay, so the other... Th- no, that didn't land. Okay, uh, the other... <laughs> thing we had here is uh, speaking of Sweden uh, suicide of Europe and here's the the line right again it's not technically a suicide it's a murder as we said uh, the EU migration pact has now been adopted and and this is this was announced uh, a while ago back in December I mean this has been in the works for a long time so it's not that but I'm saying Uh, The European Commission had this on the website back in December. Historic agreement reached today by the European Parliament and Council on the Pact on on Migration and Asylum. So apparently, thank you, Swedish Conservative government. Again, uh, with the help of the Swedish uh, government, uh, it managed now to pass the European Parliament. It has been adopted uh, by the European Parliament. And uh, as we said, Le Pen called this uh, the suicide of Europe. an organized plan to flood Europe and a real pact with the devil that will lead to Europe's suicide. Le Pen has predicted that the immigration pact will lead to some 75 million third world <laughs> immigrants coming to the EU. It reminds me of that, uh, the app that the Customs and Border Patrol had in connection. I think it's under the auspices of the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, but they have that app, right, the CVP-1 app. And they got 65 million requests over 13 months of uh, people from being in Mexico to wanting to enter into the U.S. It's just it's like in, insane, just like flooding right now. Yeah, and you know what's so annoying, just like uh, this EU immigration pact. They always act like there's all these policies and rules and checks <coughs> in place. No, there isn't. The only rule there is here is that you have to take them. Right, because it says the pact means asylum seekers must be forcibly distributed, right, between the EU member states. So, like, states that refuse to take their share will be uh, punished and fined. Well, so and, there's and no, how, do you know how much? Do you know how much? Well, 300,000 300, euros per migrant. Yeah, per migrant. That's insane. And they claim <laughs> here, a, they claim insane. here, as they say, too, well, it's really uh, because we're trying to protect our external borders. That makes no sense. No, no, it, that it, makes no, no sense. You no, have no checks, no rules. Again, no. the only rule is you oh, must, I'm sorry. you sorry. have to take them. I'm sorry, that was Swedish crowns. I got that right. Swedish I thought it was Europe. Okay, so that's yeah. about, th- you know, roughly, I, exact, I don't know what Still, exactly. Still, it's about one 30, kroner too much. 30,000 euros. Uh, $30,000 roughly per migrant. It's a lot. They want to push a million migrants on you then? Or whatever absurd number and it is, right? And fine you if you don't take them. I mean, come on. This yeah. is being done by force. I think this uh, this can uh, classify as genocide at this point. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, we've passed on. that Rubicon yes, like years ago, decades ago. I know, but it ago. has to be, you have to keep saying uh, I, it. I, I and agree. you're doing it I by agree. force. Yeah. And threatening, like, we'll fine you and, you know, punish you if you don't. Yep. 
Yeah, so it was a Hungarian expert explains why migrant quota simply will not work. Well, we need stronger than that, but at least they're speaking out against it, I guess. Uh, the new EU pact on migration asylum, which is expected to flood Europe with as many as 75 million new migrants, was approved Wednesday by the European Parliament. Uh, one of the key provisions of the migrant pact is that it contains migrant distribution system, as you said, Lana, proven ineffectual since 2015. Uh, an analyst of Hungary's Migration Research Center, a number of European conservatives, such as Hungarian Prime Minister Orban, has warned against the migrant pact, saying they will force countries like Hungary to accept migrants. Well, that's what they want, or face severe uh, financial yeah. penalties. Um, so they're creating rules that give Brussels the right to say how many migrants they will distribute. And then I think there's still ongoing lawsuits with Hungary, by the way, too, of like, were you violation of EU law or the EU constitution because you haven't done, you know, haven't bent over Cut sufficiently. Divorce from them I then. Know, I know, that's why are you thing. why are you submitting yourself to this? You could argue it's the it's the it's the suicide of Europe. Uh, sorry, it's a suicide of the EU, actually, when you do these kinds of things. Uh Europe, as we know it now, sure, that could change and transform. But as we've always said, you know, in the same way that we might, you know, we will individually die one day. But our, if we do this right, our folk will live on forever. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's yeah. kind of how it goes. And the same thing is with, with Europe. As long as we exist as Euro- Europeans and our people are there, this could be we could this can be a phoenix again. It can rise out of the ashes. You know, I mean, I'm not, too, take I'm not too worried about them, you know, going so over the top with these kinds of things unfortunately it almost seems that that's the only i hate being that oh well worse is better you know because it's not uh but then at the same time you know the slow trickle would be more deadly i think at this point to be honest yeah and it's more obvious for people yeah. when they just it, like, and it has oh to my be. god there's a million just came you know yeah. no food in the stores everything is cut off give migrants everything kick you out of your homes your kids are booted off out of school because they're gonna house migrants now i mean this is normal like normal liberals are making tiktok videos now about how absurd this like biden voters are like what the hell is happening you know kind of thing yeah. so it's like they <laughs> it's like they're they're pushing too hard uh, all right. So anyway, so so again, I mean, there are Europeans that are complicit. Speaking to this uh, this aspect, that is a suicide, right? Of of Europe, there are obviously our folk that are complicit in this too, right? They're, they, if nothing else, by being activists and actively working towards this, or in some cases, it's just the indifference of our people. They're just like, yeah, we don't, yeah, whatever. It will somehow it'll just sort itself out. And it's like, no, it won't. It's up to us. We have mm-hmm. to change it. But mostly this is being done to us, right? That has to be underlined. This is a murder. This is it's done by those who have a vengeance in their heart for us. Uh, and it's being done uh, because of our perceived crimes. You sure know what as I mean? hell is, is not an act of love. Uh, no, that it's much. not. Well, you'll, Europe will not survive without this, you see. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? <laughs> we have? Staying in France, I guess. It's just an example of how, how wonderful things are uh, here. Teach them a lesson. Illegal migrant nanny arrested for trying to poison French family with household cleaner in grape juice and wine. Oh. And I was just looking at remix the trending side. It was just like, it's just one thing. It's just it's it's just endless stream. Like every week, there's like five, six, seven yeah. of these types of articles now. Be that in France or Germany or Sweden, you know, it's just and like, you know, it's these liberals that are like, oh, I can't be racist. I'll hire this, you know, nanny from whatever foreign non-European country, and then like their kid almost dies. Some cases they have been killed, abused, yeah. tortured. I mean, ugh, awful. 
Yeah, 40-year-old migrant with an existing deportation order was arrested for attempted poisoning with French prosecutors alleging that she poured household... First of all, what, that migrant shouldn't even be in that home. They have three small kids, by the way, too. Uh, household cleaning agents into a number of the family's drinks. The woman had already... Is it one of these families that took took their, them in? Oh, we'll house you and help you out. Oh, sorry, you're going to be deported. Not our choice. Oh, well, now they're going to kill you. <laughs> you see? Anyway. It's amazing. Yeah, none, nor... The parents or the children consumed any of the drinks. However, the family first became suspicious when they uncorked a bottle of wine and the were immediately confronted taste. with a very strange taste. Well, that means they must have had some of it then, right? Smell would make more sense. Anyway, they immediately suspected the nanny. What bunch of racists. So uh, on some level, you know. On some level, you knew something was off there. It was the only addition to the family. No, that's not an addition. Someone wants to kill you. After you house them, that's not an addition addition to the family. Oh, All right. Man. Anyway, it's just a, it's a small well, thing. Well, hopefully those kids will always remember that and uh, <laughs> go the other direction from their parents. Oh, I don't know. It's Completely just, the other whoosh, direction. You know what I mean? It's it's pretty crazy. <sighs> yep. All right. Um, do you want to get into the... Oh, another plus, of course, here that we get... That we're going to get more of now with the 75 million, I guess, additional uh, migrants here into the EU uh, is uh, these kinds of signs. Check this out. Stop open defecation. Is that Remember like a, when they were always offended, like these liberals don't say that, and we say they're coming in and they're shitting on the streets, right? We'd say that, and like, you awful racist, how dare you say that? Here they are. You know, yeah. now there's the big signs everywhere. Don't poop on the streets. I mean, this is happening in New York now, too, because there's just tons of these, you know, invaders hanging around waiting for housing, right? They're just pooping right on the streets. Yeah, we're officially just, becoming we're a third world them, countries. We're depriving them of uh, fields uh, and uh, you know streets to uh, well toilets, I guess. In this is how respectful they, don't like toilets, they are. Yep, uh, I'm actually not sure where that is. Batago Mandate Group. It's obviously this is obviously some African country there, right? Judging from the ad behind them there. But anyway, <laughs> stop open defecate. This, these are the issues. These are the biggest issues we we need to <laughs> need to deal with right now. The open defecation. Well, remember the signs in uh, Germany? I think there was in Sweden too, like uh, teaching migrants how to use the toilet yeah, don't stand properly. Up on the r- rim of the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. And all these other combos where I'm like, who the hell would think of using a toilet like that? Wasn't there someone standing on their hands and they're <laughs> like, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Just disgusting. I don't, don't know what it was. Uh, yes, we are different. We are culturally different. <laughs> racially <laughs> we think different. different. We're racially different, culturally different, spiritually different. Yep. There's differences. Um, so, good news, everybody. We've had a reboot of Teletubbies. Let's take a look at the qu- the quick intro here. What? Netflix rebooted Teletubbies? Let's check this out. Let's see if it's any different. Black baby son. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. Used to be a white kid there. Remember that? Well, but you know, come to, to think of it, to be honest, I, they all looked retarded to begin with. They all look like you I know. I think they can have some alien retard. If you ask freaks, me, they can have Teletubbies because <laughs> it's just. You can have it. It's very bizarre. Seriously, you can and have creepy, it. You know what I mean? I mean, this is back in 2022, but they celebrated. Was it 20, 25th year? Uh, it was created by this this English it. couple, right? It started in the UK. I remember being younger, just like creeped out by this stuff. Like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. This just feels deranged and weird. Well, you know, there's all these conspiracy theories about it, too, that it was inspired by these kids and this Bulgarian mental institution who were tortured and stuff, you know, like over 
well over 100 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you go look on YouTube, tons of conspiracies about it. But the creator of Teletubbies actually tells the origin story. So I thought, <laughs> what so the hell? The, the Might lie, as well play it. The lie of what it was. <laughs> well, I know this much. I know that they had some uh, pretty advanced ways that they were measuring, like how the kids... Is that the right one? Is that the wrong one? Anyway, uh, they were like measuring the direct response of babies, not even like toddlers. It was just like, you know, nine month old or whatever. It was like some bizarre, like, you know, they could barely sit up and they're like, put them in front of the screen. I think this is true. I, I remember hearing it a while ago. I, th I don't think it's uh, an embellishment of the story, but they're like, they did a range of kids, but I'm saying they also did like really young kids. And it was all about attention, reten attention retention, right? That's the word. Uh, keeping them focused on it. So if they kind of drifted off and like started getting bored, then they introduced something else into the, sto the storytelling to see what caught their attention type of thing in order to just keep them glued. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, okay. And we're talking like 1997 when we view this. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think in terms of this is pre-YouTube and YouTube, the, the kids shows on there drive me insane. After like just two minutes of it, just sound effects and noise and doing all this dumb stuff and yeah. unboxing and just like, it's just psychotic. I just know yep. I, I hate it. It makes me feel just like I just want to kill the television, Cause, you cause know? Because you got to understand, it's based on like, not, not just even like an algorithm, but it's based on like, here's your graph for attention retention on your videos that you upload. And then it's like this, what, what emerges, oh, if I do this, more people watch longer. You know what I mean? And, and so you just have to introduce all these things all the time, which makes it, there's no storytelling. There's no up and down. No. There's no like character development. There's nothing like, there's nothing happening really. It's just like a bunch of different things is going. It's like a TikTok uh, brain. Exactly. Syndrome. And it's a lot next, next, of materialism. Next, 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 of course. Exactly. So materialistic. The more liberal we get, the more materialistic we get. That's all it is. Anyway, yeah, let's check yeah. this out here. That's the original white so baby. So was it about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we'll be you were invited by Anna Hume at the BBC to submit an idea. Anna had decided so to let the flagship preschool program Playdate go and replace it. The Teletubbies were influenced by the fact that Andrew Davenport, who is a brilliant writer, and I went to New York and to America on a selling trip. We went to Washington, but we decided we'd go to the Smithsonian and we saw the actual spacesuits of men who just not that long ago walked on the moon. Bacon gay, am I right? Landy huh? said to me, you know, isn't it amazing? There's all this technology and you look at them and they just look like babies with nappies on toddling about. Of course, that's not what I saw. <laughs> in my head. She's just, she's totally calling out <laughs> NASA's bullshit here. Man, this is this It's fantastic. toddlers in a suit. It didn't really <laughs> it didn't. How does it Look, she work? does have a black Teletubby in the back there on the pillow, though, doesn't she? The, the woman? Yeah, in oh, the back. Well, yeah. See, there's a, one it's, black it's one there. Her. Yeah, so the, 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 that's even darker now because that's a modern one. One, this is in the 90s. I, I read the Vicky because I was looking for, like, I was, was there a controversy? It was, like, one episode specifically, and it was kind of creepy, but there's other things. But anyway, um, and it, it felt like they were, like, forcing you look at the early shows, and it's like, it's not really black. It's a little darker, but now, as you can see on the pillow, because that's probably black. made in the 2000-something, that it's like, oh, no, this it's is definitely a black uh, character, yeah. you know I mean? Which it wasn't, but whatever. Far, you know, over the hills and far away, Teletubbies come to play. That was my line. And I said to Andy, how can these guys receive the pictures? We can't Hobbiton. have a big screen in the house. It's just too 
banal, we can't do that. He said, no, they could have them on their stomachs. And I thought, that's brilliant. I then said, well, they've got to have antennas on their heads to receive the pictures. And that's what we did. Antenna, it's just like, the, you're, the f you're the five, no, the 6G wire in uh, the Internet of Bodies. Here. It's just so weird. Yeah. No wonder why people go to like thinking it came from some like horrific tragic yeah, and, and apparently mental institution. They are really tall as well. The actors are right or something. Landscape. And you built real hills Creepy. and you built a real technological superdome and you had real rabbits. And of course, in the event, we had people crawling across the fields with long lenses on cameras trying to get a picture of the Teletubbies with no heads on and all sorts of things. But of course, you don't know that when you start. Right. <laughs> it was the most popular thing in German, oh, really? Germany. For the some reason, Germany, Germany. freaking loved Teletubbies. Oh, uh, no. Because there was the part of the denazification program. So they, <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, those eyes and everything. Because it, it makes you gay when you watch it. That's, <laughs> that's I don't know. It's just something real creepy there. Teletubbies, <laughs> I tell you that does, in Sweden, that does not sound right. We're not going to translate that here. I'm astonished like it's Runka controversy or because it's phenomenally accessible around the world, I'm totally, totally 1997. Time for Tubby Bye Bye. Time for Tubby Bye Bye. Yeah, and it's like I this mean, mind control, like weird. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Just yeah, bizarre. the pace of it and everything. Ugh. It's just kind of deranged and a little weird. And this is pre-YouTube, you know, so it was kind of... yeah its own different genre starting. So I learned, too, that there was one episode that was actually banned in multiple countries. And That's I was like, when I was checking out the, I was the like, oh, Baron really? the, the Lion. Yeah, right? Baron yeah. the Lion, and they say because creepy. it was hypnotic and mm -hmm. disturbing with this lion and bear sketch, and it had, like, um, dark, just, like, a darkened landscape and a menacing musical score. Mm -hmm. And so that was banned, and I was like, that's banned. I mean, imagine, look at today, the stuff they're pushing, all the tranny stuff and all that. Oh, I know, exactly. It, it was nothing. I looked that's at it. Nothing and it was like, yeah, compared it was to what, eerie, what, what not, today, the crap that's there and the, but, uh, the, the pedophilia that we see just straight up, you know, in the YouTube kids yep. shows. But the point is that you can, uh, here you go. I'm, ha I'm happy to give you Teletubbies. <laughs> You can, you can have it. You can have Let's it. Let's make it more diverse. I mean, one thing I'm actually in favor of here in this case is, yes, have creepy, weird, gay Teletubbies. Uh, but as we know... Uh, Any old lady who colors or bangs like that, you always have to be a little weird. Kind of remind me of this woman right here a little bit. Uh, but as you know, uh, Netflix, of course, that's that's their specialty, right? It's, it's replacing white characters. And then you get to those few, few rare instances... You know, it's like Roy Agnashon said, all right, what's the catch? There has to be a catch. This can't be it. Just a straight up based portrayal of Alexander. And it's going like, to be gay or two incest in. or something. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. The Greeks did not have a word for homosexual. And that's yeah, like, enough they did. Of this. It was called sodomy. It's all over. <laughs> it's all over Greek. <laughs> It's yes, just ridiculous. And if, but even to make the point, even if they didn't have a word, doesn't that mean because they didn't have, it wasn't as prolific as the uh, the, the revisionist try to claim that it was in the Greco-Roman world? <sighs> they always yeah. have to defile everything. That's what they do. They always do. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't really a straight white man. He was really a homosexual. Yeah, get out with this. Get out. This is what Netflix does. But uh, hey, is there any 
is that any surprise when we, uh, of course, when we continuously, time again, time again, point this out, all right, of who's the who's the founder, Mark Randolph, who not only happens to be the nephew of Edward Bernays, but Edward Bernays in turn is the nephew of Sigmund Freud, right? <laughs> so it's a, and of course, it's Jewish activism, right? He celebrates his adult bar mitzvah. He went on this show and he had, uh, you know, a black cube on his head and did, you know, electrical tape around his right arm. Whatever the <laughs> hell is going on there. Uh, that's Mark Randolph for you right it's there. It's a beautiful tradition, Henrik. Yes. Stop it. How dare you? Uh, but, you know, but when it comes to having doing shows right, there are some uh, options on uh, Netflix still. Uh, like this one. You are not. You are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Quirky, comedy, suburban dysfunction. <laughs> Actually, you know what one was kind of fun that I, I watched a few episodes of because a, a friend told me to is the Jewish matchmaking show. That was pretty uh, hilarious. What was that? Uh, uh, I forget what it was called. I have to look it up. But uh, okay. yeah, Jews hooking up. It's, it's very telling some of the things that come out in that one and how they behave and everything. It's quite funny. <clears throat> yeah, you know, there's some revealing... <laughs> <laughs> revealing things. I think that was Netflix, the uh, kind of a Hasidic woman with a boob job sitting there talking about how how they're abusing, right, sexually abusing their own. And what was the other one say? Yeah, they, they were they were glorifying ugliness or wickedness, and they were coming down on beauty. Remember, that was one of the clips. I think that was a Netflix um, a documentary. That uh, they I wouldn't had on be there. surprised. Mark Mark Randall, what are you doing? What's going on? Anyway, did you have a couple there? Uh, do I? Let me t- take a look. Here. You do. Sorry, guys. Uh, okay. Bill Biz, thank you very much. Have to run and watch back later. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, too. TT Infection says, thank hope you, you guys are doing well in today's world. We have to attack back and not always feel guilty like the German father whose son died yeah. recently. We will talk about we'll that. We'll talk about that. And Archie there, too. Archie, the immigrant yep. nannies will cure the liberal families of their liberalism via the kitchen. Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> but maybe they'll be yeah. like the German father and just like, you know, apologize. Oh, we probably made them mad because it was some microaggression. Well, so. uh, again, they were going to be deported, right? So it's not their fault, obviously. <laughs> But it's also this: no matter what you do, you can't you can't win, right? With the, the uh, I put that up as its own segment. But the conservatives are, are, are calling liberal white women racists. Uh, uh, basically, they're bringing back slavery because they're taking in Haitian migrants, and it happens to be that the Haitian migrant cooked food for for the family a couple Ooh, of times. It's at least oh they God. can do. You know, what I mean, at exactly. least they can do. They're taking the taking you in and taking care of you. That's what you do when you know someone welcomes you into their house. You help out. Yeah, exactly. The white woman's supposed to just serve. Yep. And by the way, white slavery is ongoing. We're having to pay for all these people. I had so many friends complaining this year of like how many taxes they had to pay and how much money they didn't get back because they're, you know, helping fund the migrant invasion, right? Yeah. Helping fund the suicide, the murder. It's it's over. I mean, it's barring they, you know, whip out an ace out of their sleeve, which is like, oh, we have this digital, uh, you know, financial system and we're just going to cancel all the debt. Because it's always that, like, who who do you owe it to? But, I mean, by the time this year is over, I think it's $1 trillion a year on the uh, on the U.S. debt, the federal debt that has to be paid back. Oh, that's pretty more. That's all right. Just, here's <laughs> $90 billion more to, to Israel and Ukraine. It's totally fine. You know what I mean? Emer- I mean, now Navalny has died, so now we need emergency funding for Ukraine to, to go after Russia. We'll get to some of that. I think we'll get to some of that. Yeah, yeah. we will. Uh, okay, so we can do this one here. Uh, real quick, I don't want to spend too much on this to be honest, youngsters. but it is funny. Youngsters. <laughs> you guys three, all know who, who these youngsters. youngsters are. Uh, authorities reveal motive behind. And uh, when you look at it then... So this was a dumb football, right? 
Yeah, the Kansas Chiefs, Chiefs was a sorry. Parade. Did I not mention that? Yeah, there was a parade. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, who won the Super Bowl, uh, a big celebration afterwards. There was a personal dispute. Shootout. They say that exploded oh. into violence. You don't say. You don't say. Well, look two at the, youngsters look at were the language arrested here too, because uh, you know, first of all, they say it was not. Uh, it has nothing to do with homegrown terrorism or violent extremism. So it's, it's okay then. Right? It's not violent extremism shooting into a crowd where there's like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people around you over and a you, football game. You kill one and you injured. I forget how many, twenty-two or something. I forget what the tally is now. Some some crazy like that. Uh, but it was this again. It was like. <laughs> And, oh, it was just, uh, uh, it was just, as you said, an internal dispute between several people that ended in gunfire. And I tried really hard, like, to Google search, like, um, mugshots, who's the perpetrator. Because, again, it was like, youngster mugshots. if it was whites, it would be out there immediately. And, in fact, it would be terrorists. What, how do we stop these white people, or that kind of thing. But, anyway... It uh, never fails. And juveniles, youngsters, youths. youths blacks, just, okay? It was two blacks. It was three blacks. Three blacks. Three blacks arrested. Uh, here's the video of actually, it looks like, other uh, participant here. Tackling w one of the shooters. I think it's a white guy. Tackling him down. Going after them. Holding them down until the police showed up and can arrest him. So that's something. There's people actually helping out, stopping these... This menace to society, <laughs> basically. Uh, but yeah, so here, here's some the footage of them being arrested. So here we can see right you away. You know white people should be going to this, way, these no. dumb football games and stupid parades. Come on. Did you see how much money they paid like, for the tickets? Did you see that? Did you no. see the clip? No. I, I played it a couple of times. But there's people say 19000 I paid 20000 to go to the Super Bowl. I paid 15000 and so that's the one. Those are the people that are paying. And and who are the owners of these teams, right? Who makes money on this? Mm. Oh, it's Robert Kraft. People like Robert Kraft. And then he goes on and sponsors the Stand Up to Jewish Hate as Anti-Semitism campaign. Because he's just so charitable. And then they run those ads, by the way, on the Super Bowl as well. So it's a complete propaganda event, the whole thing. It was like, if you're mm. Christian, wash the feet of the migrants, okay? Uh, and you have to stand up to Jewish hate. And then Israel, the, f the country of Israel, had at least, I think, three 30-second spots in there, which is like, you know, what is it, 7 million each or something like that, which is not a lot. They just they just received 90 billion from the U.S. So, you know, you're paying for it at the end of the day. But the point is, Israeli propaganda, uh, Jewish ethnic interest, and then like, oh, wash feet Christians of these migrants. That was basically the Super Bowl, you know, ad, like the ad summarized right there uh okay all right so tiresome and then of oh and i have to show this obviously in the wake of this the the swift the swifty uh circus around this this guy because he's dating taylor swift now oh, kelsey whatever there needs to be more strict gun laws he said especially when toddlers are dying we can't have that in our communities you Freddy's weak, Kels. Weak apparently he was a jab it. pusher as well by the yeah, way yeah well of course of course. You push the, the, the kill shot. Fantastic. Mm. And his new girlfriend, Taylor Swift, she has a high body count, too, by the way. Yeah, she's like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, so uh, here we go. I like that. <laughs> You'll see. Like, what's wrong with you, okay? You're good-looking, you're rich, you're, like, mid-30s now, and you're still not... You didn't find the guy yet? Like, something's wrong with you. Well, she's uh, she's a psyop. That's why it's just it's a composite character. That's what it is.
You have a couple on Odyssey there, too. I can take them if you okay. want to. That's totally fine. Uh, dear Sharisker, our people are waking up. It's a good thing that the younger comrades are opening their eyes and joining the struggle, either as a part of the movement or on their own. Uh, our hearts are full. I have to click in to see the rest of that. Oh, please work. Do you have the whole? I know. One I on hate your, when it does that. It's just loading when I try to click in on the. T do you have? Do you uh, have? Let the me whole see. One there? Nope, I don't. You don't uh, actually. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can. There we go. Our people are waking up. It's a good thing that the younger comrades are opening their eyes and joining the struggle, either as part of the movement or on their own. Our hearts are full of love and pride for Europe as our home. The hills and da dales are in our souls, and the forests ours to roam. There you go. Yes. Exactly. And we're going to rewild it too. By the way, we're going to once we Heck yeah, b b blow up, burn out with the migrants, in with the trees and wolves. Blow, blow up those uh, the, the utilitarian Soviet-style architecture that yes. we've been plagued by in Europe for the last few decades. Just burn it all to the ground and build build beautiful uh, housing and architecture again. Yes, and more risker. trees. Maybe next time says, "Is it uh, is this enough for a sports ball ticket?" <laughs> no. God. <laughs> Night twenty thousand dollars. I, just, I just don't get it. I I never hung out with jocks growing up. I, no one in my family were I, jocks. I, like I just I do get it. Didn't like it. You know what? You know what the reason is? Do you know what the reason is? It's very simple. It's belonging. It's tribe. It's your. It's your team. That's what you're being given now by these Jewish, uh, you know, NFL team owners. Basically, the circus, the oh, Roman get circus. Get some better about, friends right? then. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's been perfected by a different group. Uh, the, sure, the Romans might or might not have invented the thing, right, of like keeping the, the people you know, at bay or whatever, like keep them entertained, but uh, it's been perfected in our day and age. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a circus. But the point is, it's it's belonging at the end of the day. What these people need is not ethnic really, belonging. <laughs> no, of course it's not. But I'm saying it's a simulacrum. It's there to like act as a substitute for that. It's Are actually you red an team expression. Or blue team? Yeah, of course, sure. I mean, it's an expression of a real and need. They beat That's each why other up and they shoot each other over it and ruin cars and like it's ridiculous. Some of them do. I mean, yeah, they can live vicariously maybe through that and through them. But some are very dedicated. Yeah, they they could. Have you seen grown men cry like that before? Their team loses. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god! Weak. Beetlejuice Riots. says, "Yeah, the kids be celebrating Black History Month on the Super Bowl. Why everybody be bugging?" That's right. Just this <clears> is a <throat> it's Black History Month. This is part of the beautiful celebration. What's the big? Uh, what the hell is the uh, big problem? I, I just don't understand it. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> oh, can we get that? Shit, we got the tail end of it anyway. Is that just looping? Is that what's going on? Smoke detector? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was just going. It was going and going. What smoke detector? I don't hear it. You don't hear it? <laughs> okay. You've turned. I'm not black. black. You've turned black. Delete this. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, okay. The next one here. Uh, sad story. Obviously, this is more. I guess this is more sign we're dealing with mutants. I, I don't know what to. Not make the of first it. time we've seen this. No. Parents apologizing Father when their kids are killed by migrants. The Arab bully. Oh, bully is a killer. It's a murderer. It was a gang of them. Yeah, it's a gang of them who killed his son. Scroll down. Instead of being angry and demanding justice, Philip's father says he forgives this guy. This is not normal. Yep. Nope. This is not a normal. This is a bad father. Yes. Yes, he's been brainwashed into turning the other cheek and all that bullshit. You know, whatever these saintly migrants do, you have to forgive them because of racism. Mm. And maybe the government put him up to this. I know that's one theory because remember, Rotherdom parents were pressured by the police mm -hmm. when they were uh, seeking justice for their raped children. Remember that? Mm -hmm. But you never forgive the killer or the killers, in this case, a gang of 15 Muslims who killed your son. 
who senselessly murdered your son. Like, what is wrong with you? Never, you never forgive these people. This isn't the first time we've seen this either, this behavior from these parents when their white children are killed at the hand of these migrants. We've seen it in Germany, too. You know, is this one in Germany also, or this where is, is this Germany, one? Yeah. This is we've seen Germany. it before yep. in Germany. We see it in America. We've seen it in all these other countries. The natural response is to seek justice and revenge. This is how it has been throughout most of human history. You do not love your enemies. Henrik, I know you've been talking about that. You love your family, your folk. If your family does something annoying, that's when you can turn the other cheek and like be tolerant. But not when it's a pack of migrants that killed your son. No. You hate you your enemies. You are mentally sick. <laughs> you hate your enemies for a reason. No, and the abs- reason for that is because those are natural human instinctual emotions that we were made with or, you know, that developed in us for survival reasons. Right? Yes. If like someone kills your offspring, you should be mad at them. You should rage. You you the should old days, want vengeance. That father would you, want to go kill that whole family course, after that, right? 100%. And, I mean, and again, to preve- it's also the, it's a selfish thing at the end of it actually. It, it's a it's a hugely irresponsible thing to twist it in this way and i showed this wednesday but it goes back to 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 this right he who spares the wicked injures the good right now okay maybe he will be in jail for what in german prison five years maybe who knows right and then yeah slap on the wrist he'll be out again he'll probably do it again but to all the others they're going to keep doing these things no these we need heads on spikes we need examples made of these people to deter others from doing this ever again. That's that's actually what we need. And in some cases, that seems to be the only thing that these types of people respond yes. to. They, they, they that's why they were so into a liberal tough in their own society. countries. Yeah, exactly. Because that's Chop off how their hands they are. And shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They threaten, you know, violence and death, right? Yeah. But what we see here is that white guilt, weakness, anti-whiteness, it, it gets you killed and it kills your children. Like this, this PSYOP, is successfully done on many European people is the worst we have ever seen on the planet. Mm. I've never, ever heard of any other instances where people have turned on their own like European people have thanks to subversive, you know, forces. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's sickening. And again, that's part of why they're doing what they're doing in Europe now. It's, it's, it's a collective guilt. It's a guilt over history. Now it's turned into a guilt of who we are, our very core may, like our genetics is evil. You know, all these things are going around, which is working on a lot of white people. And they're like, they think they have to repent, they have to apologize and grovel for who they are or what perceived crime. In many cases, of course, historically inaccurate lies. Forgive. Right? For, no. Forgive for lies. No. And you have to, you, well, yeah, we can't show, we can't be angry because the Holocaust, you know, whatever. No. We don't forgive you for killing uh, our, ch- our our racial family. No. We do not forgive you for that. And then, of course, the kicker here is like those who actually would set to do, and maybe it's not even strong enough, to do something about this. Like, let's deport migrants, let's begin deporting illegals. Uh, all these uh, AFD politicians who at least, you know, had the, you know, guts, I don't know what to call it really, the the decency, the, the uh, just normal attitudes considering what's happening in Germany to go to this secret meeting in Potsdam uh, what is it, a couple of months ago, a month or so ago, uh, the AFD politicians there now might be charged with high treason. They could face up to <laughs> 10 so years hard. in prison if they're convicted for high treason. The only political party that's raising these questions and tackling some of the problems in Germany, that's how bad it is now. Uh, so again, it's it's this is <laughs> it's, just, it's just completely insane. Oh, they're talking about deporting German citizens. Yeah, but they're not Germans. 
So who cares? And and furthermore, uh, you know, illegals they're already there. They're all they're criminals. They're by, by default criminals, right? They they shouldn't be in the country. Deport all of them immediately. Same thing in the U.S. or any other Western country. Uh, but here, you know, yeah, let's 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 arrest those who are trying to do something about this. That's the only thing they have left in Germany. Totally insane. Okay. So I wanted to uh, talk about this uh, Navalny thing a little bit too. So follow up a little bit, I guess, we have a little Putin segment here. Uh, Putin critic dies after losing consciousness at maximum security prison. He, he was out for a walk and just randomly loses consciousness and dies. Like, what does that? <laughs> what does that? Yeah, I maybe. Mean, he, I mean, who knows? Was, maybe he had a brain tumor or something. He was I don't probably know. taken. I mean, he was poisoned at one point. They put poison in his underwear. I, how did they get his underwear? Oh, it was the. It must have been. The bag, right? Because he went Poison on an airplane. That's right. No, because no, because he was he started getting ill on the plane. So how did he get in his underwear? I don't know. But anyway, there's a clip. I guess we can run that clip. Is like sure. a, that's four minutes. Okay, well, let's yeah. run a little bit of okay. it. The life and death of Alexei Navalny. Alexei Navalny lived and died fighting Vladimir Putin's regime and the corruption at its heart. Banned in 2018 from running in elections, he remained Putin's most powerful political opponent. The one man capable of bringing tens of thousands to the streets. The man Putin famously refused to mention by name. Navalny is an idea. An idea that Russia could be rich, successful and a well-developing country. A country where we would want to live. He was stubborn, sarcastic, and charismatic. His YouTube investigations into Putin and his cronies garnering millions of views and exposing graft of the highest order. But it was in August 2020 that Alexei Navalny became a global name when he was poisoned on board a flight from Siberia. The poison was Novichok, a weapons-grade nerve agent that Russia had used two years earlier against the former KGB spy Sergei Skripal in Salisbury. Isn't there a bunch of questions about that case, by the way? Navalny fell into a coma, and for three days his wife Yulia fought for him to be airlifted to Berlin, while doctors in Russia dithered over the diagnosis. Under German care and with his family beside him, Navalny slowly recovered. He blamed Vladimir Putin directly for his poisoning and managed to get one of the Russian security agents involved to admit that he'd placed the poison in Navalny's underpants. <laughs> Nerve agent and like uh, how did you absorb it in his balls to the uh, underpants? I, 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 okay, because he was on maybe. the plane. Yeah, May, exactly. Did he change? He, cha- he put them in his underwear drawer before he packed. The he heck? had the uh, he pretty he, advanced. He had them on the carry on, and then they got in there. So I don't know. A lot of questions about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, anyway. <laughs> that's a little suspect. Anyway, so he's fighting. He's if no other. The point is, you know, like of course there's corruption in. in in Russia, right? Like, yes, everywhere. Yeah, of course, it is. The right left here, so. acts like it's no, it's just Russia. It's just Russia. It's like, yeah, of course. Is this guy a, a true, brave freedom? Some people have even called this guy a Nazi. It's it's hilarious that he's he's the real Nazi, Navalny, uh, kind of thing. But um, so yes, there obviously there's there's problem in Russia, but it's kind of like it's it's not this like whoever the ones I don't like uh, praise that must must then mean. You know he's a he's a good guy, or bad. like it's not always that dialectic. You can you can dislike both sides, and I don't know enough about the guy, but I I know that a lot of 
people are backing up this guy, right? It's like he's he's very this guy's very important and we all love him and you know this is a tragedy, right? You had that clip we can play that Biden blames uh, you know Putin for this. And it, it, was he killed? Sure. I mean it, it's highly possible obviously, right? Here's uh here's poopy pants here uh, chiming in. Make no mistake. Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. They don't know that. What has happened to Navalny is yet more proof of Putin's brutality. No one should be fooled, not in Russia, not at home, not anywhere in the world. <laughs> Putin does not only target Putin. his citizens of other countries, as we've seen in what's Oh, like Biden right doesn't now. target citizens? No, no. This is it's like there's no J6 political prisoners. What about Assange? They're extraditing, they're fighting <laughs> right now. To extra, it looks like it's going to happen. Yeah, it might, might go through. What about yeah. Gonzalo Lira? Like, not a peep about any of these people. Well, of course not. No, this is the upstanding for democracy and stuff. And again, it does. It doesn't mean. Again, it doesn't mean Navalny is good or bad. Or like, again, I don't know enough about the guy. But I assume that he's back. If he's this priced by them, he's probably backed by them. He's yeah. the, probably the guy they wanted to try to do a coup or a gay op with in yeah. Russia, and that didn't pan out. You know, for them, uh, rest of Biden. Terrible crimes on his own people. And as people across Russia and around the world are mourning Navalny today because he was so many things that Putin was not. Uh, anyway, what was, he, what was it he said again? He said, uh, we need more, something like that. We need like more funding now for Ukraine, even after the $90 billion bill had passed or something like that, right? It's all Putin's fault. Putin! Remember that guy? <laughs> um, That's right. Here's but the he other was, one. He was serious that one. Right? He was. I know, we didn't know it at the time. Uh, it's like, yeah. what's going on? What's going on with this guy? Uh, he's apparently out of his tranny uh, outfit now. He's looks fired and stuff, but he's like still, you know, super pro, pro still NATO, tranny. pro Ukraine. Here's uh, Jens Stoltenberg joining in uh, about Navalny here too. Deeply saddened and uh, concerned about the reports um, coming from Russia that uh, Alexei Navalny is dead. All the facts has to be established. And why? Because he's your guy? Is that why? The Russia has serious uh, questions uh, to answer. Alex Navalny has been a strong voice for freedom, for democracy for many years. And uh, NATO and NATO allies has, uh, have called for his immediate uh, release uh, for a long time. And, and today my thoughts... Uh, Say go prayers? to his, um, no. his family and his uh, uh, loved ones, and uh, uh, we remain uh, committed uh, to support everyone that uh, believes in democracy and uh, freedom as uh, yes. Alexei, Alexei democracy has done for so many years. Very good comment, uh, Jens. Very good English. Um, but go to so, jail if you question the Holocaust. That's exactly, that's just it. God. We here in the liberal open West, and again, no, it doesn't mean Russia is any better, obviously. That's not what we're saying. That's what people are like, oh, we have Putin. It's, like we're it's talking not about, an either we're or. You can, all the time, you can you know? criticize all, you can point out yeah. some good things, some bad things. Yeah. Uh, about picking teams. No, no, this is not, none of them are, are our team. <laughs> um, but they're, you know, they're bickering here. It's a Jewish quarrel. Uh, Russian philanthropist Boris Zimin put on wanted list. Now, why? Well, partially because he's one of the main funders of Navalny. And there are questions. Where is he getting his funding from? What's going on here? This guy set up a number of different organizations. He's something like 30-ish percent, if those reports are correct, is where Navalny got his money from. And uh, he was put on a, a you know, a, 
a wanted list, essentially. His dad, what was his dad name? He's the one who was behind the funds, I guess, Dimitri Zimini. He died in 2021. Uh, Boris himself, this guy here, uh, was slapped with a foreign agent label in September 2022. And, and maybe, look, maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe he is a foreign agent because he's mm -hmm. funding these uh, guys that have a foreign interest in the country. Or this is just a simple way out for Russia where they're just like, yeah, let's just call him a traitor kind of thing, right? Uh, Russian opposition polit uh, politician Alexander Navalny revealed that Boris Simony covered the cost of his transportation from Russia to Berlin following the politician's poisoning. The flight was funded by Simony's family fund and cost 79,000 euros. The philanthropist also supports Memorial, blah, blah, blah. Now, this guy uh, created as well, he has say something, it was uh, the Jerusalem Post cover this? I couldn't find any early life on this guy. Meet the philanthropist who believes that critical thinking is the future of education, the Simony Foundation. And apparently, this is the guy here. Kind of an odd frame. Unless it's just something with the angle there. He's like, anyway. Uh, so he's going to Israel. Where is it? A few years ago, the Simony Foundation also began to look into Israel and explore how the organization could get involved there. Our idea was to work with smart people on projects that would make the world a better place, he said. Tel Aviv University had the technology, human capital, and ability to pursue the mission. As a result, the Zimini Foundation supported the creation of Tel Aviv's university, Zimini Institute of Engineering. Right? Uh, in Israel, ideologies are also important, but they're also devoted to the people. This inspired a lot of ideas, and we're happy to work in Israel. So maybe there's a reason why he's allowed able to work in israel i don't know just throwing that out there on the other hand they claim navalny had some like na national socialist supporters protesting and stuff and maybe they're just like hitching their wagon to that because it's they need something mm. or yeah i don't know but but at the same time you know the, the the opposition will fund any political ideology because it's not about that as long as it can be used against the, their main kind of enemy i guess right ggd says <clears throat> probably should have done the navalny death gay out before the ukraine war and putin's approval ratings go through the roof mm -hmm. also tucker wandering through a russian grocery yeah, store like a wide-eyed child at <laughs> yeah. nintendo's headquarters doesn't <laughs> help either has zog lost its mojo yeah it's uh it, it is interesting uh, we have that here too right tucker in tucker in russia uh, he, he's fawning over it. Now, th there are things, it's, it's, I'm split on it, right? Because, like, no, there are things that are genuinely ad admirable, right? Yes, of uh, course. No, there's good things there. There's I mean, good things there, but it's certainly but it's not better a, <clears throat> now than, I mean, I was there in the 90s. My parents took me as a young kid, spent time in Russia. Mm -hmm. I'm Russian, of course, on both sides. Yeah. And it was uh, just at the fall of the Soviet Union, and it was uh, pretty depressing. And <laughs> there was like, not a lot, you well, know, happening and going on yet. You know, everyone well, in long lines for food and stuff. Total different world there now. It, it is. It More is high tech. Uh, everything's available. You but, know, it's, st but still, you know, in the countryside, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of alcoholism. There's a lot of abortion. There's a lot of depressive. Yeah, old just Soviet like just shit like and, America and other places. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have Soviet so stuff. It, but it's one thing. I mean, here in the clip, he goes like to the. Uh, what is it called? The Kayevska, or what's it called again? The the you know the underway uh, underground system, mm -hmm. the subway that they built uh, under Stalin's time, right? And it's like, yeah, sure, it's pretty and all that it stuff. It is beautiful. And, and I did see it. Sure, that, yes. that's fine. But there was also like a, you know a, a propaganda piece, you know, like look what we can do for the people, you know, kind of, kind of thing with our you know communist thing. But it's kind of interesting the pivoting here of like, and I don't think it's strictly because Tucker is like he's just he's a you know he's a 
Russian shill, you know, genuinely in that sense. Uh, no, he just wanted to go get the real story. Like, what's it? What's it really like in Russia today? Yeah, right. For like the average person, but now, he's not going to get that going to that. Uh, no, and I know that there's still <laughs> a lot. Of, still a lot of corruption. I've got good Russian friends, mm -hmm. right? And it's like it's not as easy to set up a business like here. You can be in. Uh, Yes, America's got its problems, but like anyone could start up a business and it's very easy, right? You could be self-employed or independent contractor or just have a photography business or that. It's hard in Russia, believe it or not, to do that. And there's certain people you have to bribe and it's like very involved. I didn't know that until my friends were cluing me in on that. So there's yeah. there's issues, of, of course, course but no country is perfect. Oh my God, that's <clears throat> America, Sweden, they all have issues. Well, it's just, you know, it's like, yeah, we had advancement through a while, and of course, you know, Russia, Soviets have been like, you know, set, like, retarded because of communism, right, in, in a sense. Now we have cultural, you know, Marxism and, and that ideology, so, but as we just, Russia's been here, and like, maybe they're slowly getting better on some issues, we've just like tanked, and then it's like, comparison is us, because it's so bad, looking up at that and think, oh my god, look at what they have, it's amazing, you know, kind of thing, and, and that's what it feels like Tucker is doing here. Let, let's just check out a little bit, it's... It's kind of entertaining <laughs> at the same time. Well, they, they, we have, I think we have the grocery store stuff. And here. one thing I'll say at the, okay, the yeah. grocery stores in America, I mean, in Russia, it's like, it's real food. That's well, one we'll, thing we'll my, my get, Russian we'll friends always mentioned. Don't, don't uh, okay. steal my thunder here. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll oh I didn't know yes, yes, yes. Society is through its... Obviously, you should know this. <laughs> places where people gather, the places where they go to travel. You've got a lot of people in one place. Was it, is that infrastructure? Let's see here. One of the ways you understand a society is through its infrastructure, the places... Sorry, we're not even, we're three seconds in here. But Tucker, what, what is the infrastructure an expression of? The, the people who made it, <laughs> the, the demographics, the demographic, the right? The, which is things he doesn't admittedly care about. Well, that's white identitarianism. That's Nazi, that's Nazism. <laughs> that's right? white so nationalism. Do, look at this beautiful infrastructure. <laughs> it just, look at what you can do when you have... Uh, I don't know, not gay things, maybe, but you need, not only that, you need a population to do it, right? Anyway. Places where people gather, the places where they go to travel. If you've got a lot of people in one place, it tells you a lot about the people. So with that in mind, we're standing in front of the Kievskaya metro station, and there's a train station next to it. It's very quiet inside the metro Stalin station, too, by 70 years yeah. ago. And the question is, how's it doing now, after 70 years? So we went into it to take a look, and what we found shocked us. Really? Now, that's not an endorsement of Stalin, who was bad, obviously, nor is it an endorsement of the current president, Vladimir Putin. You may not Stalin like him bad. either. But it doesn't change the reality of what we saw, or more precisely, didn't see. There's no graffiti, there's no filth, there are no foul smells, there are no bums, or drug addicts, or rapists, or people waiting to push you onto the train track. When there are gypsies, you. they kick them. I saw it. No. <laughs> they <laughs> do, they literally kick them off. And orderly. And how do you explain that? We're not even going to guess. That's not how do you explain? How do you explain that, Tucker? What what's the difference between <laughs> a New York subway and a subway in Moscow? What what's what's the what's the difference, right? And it's like, yes, I know they have like a large Muslim population. It's still and a it's lot of white people. It's in a Russia. lot of you know different ethnicities, and we've talked about Putin is proud of his multi-ethnic you know Russian Federation, whatever. But the overwhelming majority in Moscow, where he is, is of Russian ethnicity. Uh, the largest minority groups are Ukrainians, Belarusians. Ooh, it's like having those Norwegians in Sweden. Uh, Armenians, Azerbaijan. Well, now we're getting St. Petersburg's going to be even whiter. I didn't see one non-white person there years ago. 
uh, where now? St. Petersburg will be even Probably wider, I think. Probably even more to the west, yeah. right? As you get more east, of course, yeah, then you get like you know, Asiatics or whatever. But uh, okay, so, and, so the point is, he doesn't mention the obvious here, which like, they're not, they're, it's majority white, <laughs> right? It's like, we, we have no answers for this. It's impossible for us to know what the, yeah, this he, is a mystery. He probably thought about it, <sighs> but he's like, our job. See. It's not our job to answer those questions. Well, maybe that should and be your job. Clean and orderly. And how do you explain that? How do you explain We're not that? even going to guess. <laughs> We're like, not even going to guess. White people, it's Tucker, not white people. Guess. We have no idea how this, well, how can this be possible? <laughs> We're only going to ask the question. And if your response is to shout at us slogans dumber than the slogans we used to call Soviet and mock, that's not really an answer. How does Russia, a country we're told is a gas station with nuclear weapons, have a subway station that normal people use to get to work and home every single day that's nicer than anything in our country? We're not gonna get, we're not gonna speculate. It used We're to just be dude. raise the question and wait for Look at New York many years ago. To give well, us it was white. Exactly, right? That's the other thing. You're right. Um, you're right. Okay, keep going. Sir, what is the answer? So we'll what stop. is the answer? What's it? White identitarianism. And it, it's not the, the point I see chat is like, well, they have, there's ag, ad mixture with Asians, but uh, like that's not the point. It's like Western Russia is mostly, you know, mostly white and then it you is. know, and and, and it's, you know, it's a, it used to be it used to be a European country. Now they're looking there. now. Yes, now they're looking east and stuff. They've been like forced out. Now it's yeah. a different dynamic, unfortunately. But it should there, have been. It should have been a country part of part of Europe. You know what I mean? That's that's just what it is. But anyway, I just I just don't like when people are commenting all the time on Russia. Oh, the Democrats. They haven't even been there. Right. It's a huge landmass. Yeah. Well, it's the biggest. Go biggest see country for yourself. World. Yep. Stop the lecture and let you take a look for yourself at what the Kievskaya metro station in Moscow, Russia, looks like today, February 2024, in the middle of a war. Here it is. I like this kind of beginning showing off, like the, the communist propaganda. I think that's funny. <laughs> the pivot is funny, though, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like the word, the proud workers, look at this. Like this is, this is like, you know, you know, this is like, you know, German workers party art here, but like with a Bolshevik twist on it. <laughs> well, Tucker, what do you think is going on here? And it's very quiet. Yeah, because otherwise Putin will come and, and uh, drag you off to prison, isn't that right? Yeah, I mean, there's beautiful architecture all over Russia. All the palaces, the gardens, the old stuff. There are some agents there. All right. So anyway, so that was that one, and people are like, I don't, "It's it's funny on in in every way. It's funny." It's Tucker's own pivoting that's funny. People's reaction to it, it's, it's funny. But then again, Laura, you know, from his point of view, it's like, how is this, how is this possible, right? We have, do we have the other one? Uh, well, well here's, uh, we can in interject this one. I know we have, you have a couple you can catch up on there in a moment, Lana, but <clears throat> um, just from yesterday, 
Putin urges Russians to have more kids, says ethnic survival at stake. He's like Elon Musk. They go back and forth back on and these forth. things. Yeah, they flip you flop. Know, they like, say something good, then they say something Today bad. Putin versus yesterday Putin, <laughs> just like Elon. But then people are like, well, he's talking about the people behind him. <laughs> so. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but anyway, and he kind of corrected himself, it seems yeah. like, barring that the translation is correct. Is this a, a Reuters is... What do you think? Some great replacement? Oh, he thinks he has to. You'd have to keep having kids to remain Russian or whatever. You know what I mean? Russian families well, must. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know, but I'm you know from like Reuters' point of view, like okay, you know, like no, they don't ever like, say this about any non-white country. No, any any non-white people are saying the same damn thing. Um, Russian families must produce at least two children for the sake of the nation's ethnic survival and three or more if it's to develop and thrive. Putin said Russia has suffered heavy but undisclosed casualties since the launch of its war in Ukraine two years ago, blah, blah, blah. Putin told uh, employees at a tank factory in the Urals region that two children per family was the minimum number if the Russians were to preserve their identities. If we want to survive as an ethnic group, and then he did one of his, <clears throat> well, or as ethnic groups inhabiting Russia. See how he kind of corrected himself. That, oh, that's right. Multiculturalism is our greatest strength. That's right. We've got to return to the. See, he could get things right, but he just will not get things right. You know what I mean? It, it, so anyway, um, there must be at least two children in each family. Uh, if each family just have one child, the population would shrink, he said. And in order to expand and develop, you need at least three children. Uh, and then here's the look at the Reuters here. Putin declares himself a su supporter of traditional <laughs> like values it's not a thing. based on family, nation, and the orthodox, orthodox Christian faith. In the course of his 24 years in power, the country has severely restricted expressions of sexual orientation and gender identity and banned the LGBTQ movement as extremist. I wish. I think they just banned like Only it was that homosexual hardcore. propaganda yeah, to, to children, kids. I believe, right? But, yeah. Um, but the point is, yeah, they, they have abortion uh, rates are out of control as well. They do have. It a lot has of been for a long know. time since yeah. the collapse of the Soviet Union. But you know, and been, alcoholism is a blame communism for that. I think. <laughs> sure, <clears throat> and, and again, that's part of it, right? You, you, even even though we didn't have that hardline Bolshevism in Sweden, that's like you know when you get that type of of socialism, like a, a you know they call it democratic socialism there, or it's a flavor of Marxism. Um, it's 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 utilitarian. It's soul crushing, and I mean it's, it destroys the folk soul, and that's what it's designed to do. It's it's a gay op. National socialism is a, is a different thing, you know. Altogether. Man, when I was there at the fall of the Soviet Union too, and just like <clears throat> seeing the gulags and just how to it just the whole spirit and the vibe was. So and when you depressing. say the gulags, you mean the yeah, it, that's the what I mean. That's what, what I mean. Live, I call them the gulag-looking yeah. apartment sure. buildings, yeah. a modern and they updated. Too. It's utilitarian. Yeah. It's, it's uh, and it was soul crushing yeah. and just depressing. And it's like you you need a, a folk purpose. Yeah, yeah. There's so inspire many inspire your soul to want to have children to want to so do great things. There's so many things missing there. It's it's the uh, when when that pure you know marxist class struggle which like you bled into you know became a you know that's a version of socialism so, you know, the, yes there's differences but like fuck, at the end of the day it's just the same it's the same garbage you know i mean uh at least in my book it, there's, there's there's and the only reason why it's like some people look back a few decades to some nostalgia to that was like well because it was ethically homogenous yeah and it was safer but that doesn't mean it was good that those are the things that paved the way to where we are now basically um but it's 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 soul crushing it, it, it just becomes about mathematics and and ironically even though it's not supposed to be um 
it's supposed to be about the humans, right? Socialism, socialized. It's all about you know human activity, human relations, and solidarity, and these kinds of things. It's anti-human it, at the same it time. It is anti-human. <laughs> it, it just becomes about like, nope, this is all a human needs. Here is a shoebox with like you know you have well you have a fridge and an oven. You know, it's like it's like they're elites playing Sims. You have these bars, and you just need, oh they're de depressed now. More balloons, please, or you know whatever it is. Oh, build a playground outside of the the concrete shoe boxes that they live in. Maybe that will make them happier. Uh, it's an anti-human, you know, kind of approach. It. But anyway, so the other one here. Uh, do you want to take? A, did you have a couple there? Uh, yeah, and you can take a couple after that too. Sure. My, uh Voices acting up. Dog Whistler right. says, uh, left acts like Putin weaponizing his justice system to go after his political opponent <laughs> yeah, bad. As Poppy Pants, let's be uh, crystal clear about that. Poopy Pants. Where were they when, yeah, pop, he said Poppy, but he meant mm. Poopy. Where were they when American, yeah, exactly, I just said that Gonzalo Lira died in the custody of Ukrainians. God knows Biden never uses his Justice Department to go after No, exactly. Trump. Yeah. It's only it's only them who do it, right? Dog Whistler also says, wait, Lana is a... Payment processors easier to use in Russia or America? I don't know. I've never used them in Russia. I know uh, it's hard in America. I'm sure Russia has, it's probably easier still in Russia, but they're starting to ban people too, right? Uh, Dog Whistler also says, as an American, I love my country. No one is saying Russia is better than we, but we are heading more in the Soviet directions lately. Russia knows their culture and their history, language, and borders. Yep. That's true. Mm, yeah. It, it's, and I've, I just, it just feels like it's a remnants. It's just, they're 30 years behind us. But yeah. once Putin dies, and depending on who gets in there, you'll probably see similar changes 30 there, years unfortunately. Behind. 20, 30 years yeah. behind. We'll see what happens. And it's like, as long as I they have not. it. I mean, because you just well, look course, at the West. No, I'm saying, if you want to see yeah. your future and where you could possibly be heading, you know? Yeah. Archie says, infrastructure, I bet that the Russians don't eat wire like they do in South Africa during <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I know. Deer, um, uh, Deer in the Headlight says, oops, new local sub here. Can't figure out how to access your past show's interviews. Did I sign up to the wrong platform? Uh, let me see. New local sub here. Can't yeah. figure out how to access your past shows. Yes, yeah, so we upload not every past show to locals, but if you do have a locals, uh, just send us an email, redeyesatprotomail.com. If you sign up there, I'm happy to uh, either set up a pass or you can do it yourself at redeyesmembers.com and we can have those kind of linked on the back end. You know, uh, as long as you sub on locals, you can get access to redeyesmembers.com. Uh, send us an email. We'll sort that out. Like and Appreciate Warriors. their support. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Like and Warriors says, sometimes I wonder if there's truly a difference between a Putin dictatorship versus American democracy. Mostly just a different flavor of shit. Kind of depressing to yeah. think about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... I, I know, exactly. No, it, it's it's a false choice. And and Tucker here is basically saying, here, here's, here's your other choice. In a way, I'm not saying he personally, maybe at every moment... No, he's probably just uh, admiring aware of some that, things. But it's, it, it's been this clear... Kind of like just because, um, and, and and we've tried to avoid that, right? But like you can look at the side that's like you know get, handing all these weapons and billions to use the Ukrainian people to go die in this war against Russia. You look at them and you clearly see they're corrupt, they're bad. I don't like them, but that doesn't mean what they're fighting is then they, that automatically makes them the the good guy. Sure. And I feel this like there's a lot of retardation out there with people. It's like you don't have to pick one side or the other. You kind of think. But you have to be honest, and you say, "Well, here's here is an admi admirable thing about Putin. He could sit down and talk for two hours uh, history about his own nation. What Western leaders can do that? That's an uh, admirable thing." Then he goes retarded and talks about how great multiculturalism is. Mm -hmm. Well, now you're no different than the West that you're supposed to be against. You're still part of the United Nations uh, Agenda 2030 program. Like, get out of that if you care about your people, because you're you're going to be screwed over by those things yeah. as well, right? 
So there's so many things. But here he is, you know, talking, oh, ethnic survival. Of his, okay, great. Thank you. We'll take it. You know what I mean? We'll take it. A couple more, but I'll get to him after we finish this. Uh, I think thing. we, uh, Law Did you do Law I know. I was going to get to that after the Putin stuff. But. Uh, I can take it now. Okay. Right? So, uh, I agree very much with the sports ball thing. It's about belonging. I want to, I went to a soccer match years ago in connection with work. Very impressing, impressed with the choreographed chanting, the drums, the flags, exactly. If we, exactly. If we only could celebrate our nation's uh, this vigorously exactly well that's what it's about right simulacrum it's about taking that away from you giving it, you back to it a diet version of it and saying here you go this here's your sports ball team you can enjoy thank you Lars. appreciate that okay so here's the other one then so here's uh here's uh dutch lord lauren southern linking up this clip here <laughs> now this had a community note on it Tucker Carlson is right to be radicalized by the high standard of living and the low cost in Russia because he knows the only reason it's not like that in the West anymore is because of conscious choices made by people who hate us. It's by design. All right. Okay. So let's take a look. There was a community note here talked about uh, living costs in Russia, uh, that the dollar has a higher purchasing power, you know, kind of things like Mm -hmm. this. And I saw some bickering back and forth. And as usual, it's like, well, it's too early to tell. Let's see how this pans out, especially considering like, uh, you know, people are like, well, you you know, uh, the West produces more cheap calories and the food, you know, but what What about the food? food, Right. Exactly. We'll get to that in a moment. But let's play the clip here that that was linked up here. I went from amused to legitimately angry. Um, So we were guessing what this would cost. Everybody hears from the United States by groceries, and we didn't pay any attention to costs as we were just putting in the cart what we would actually eat over a week. And we all came in around 400 bucks, about 400 bucks. Um, It was $104 US here. And that's when you start to realize that ideology maybe doesn't matter as much as you thought, corruption. If you take people's standard of living and you tank it through filth and crime and inflation, and they literally can't buy the groceries they want. Who did that, Tucker? At that point, who's, who's, who's disproportionately overrepresented when it comes to compound interest, Tucker? Now, he said 400 this. bucks, but he meant he should have said in a Russian ruble, right? Because uh, it's a I think hundred he, I think dollars. He, w- he was doing the meant. comparison. Yeah, and I think he said it's uh, actually a hundred dollars. This, so he's no, listen, he would. Uh, okay, no, go ahead. No, okay. Then I misunderstand. Yeah, I, I thought he, he meant. This would cost us four hundred dollars in the U.S., no, and is but it, it equivalent hundred dollars? And then in Russia, okay, is that what he's trying to That's say? That's what I think, okay. but it, maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe uh, chat straighten this out for us here. <laughs> straighten out this dis- <laughs> this that. argument. I wasn't here. listening. But what the hell was it? Say whether you're a good person or a bad person, you're wrecking people's lives in their country, and that's what our leaders have done to us. And coming to a Russian grocery store, the heart of evil, and seeing what things cost and how people live. It will radicalize you against our leaders. That's how I feel anyway. Radicalized. We're not making any of this up, by the way, at all. All right. Anyway, so that was kind of funny. But I wish the community note there because I, I can't remember all the details. Maybe see if I can refresh it and it show. I'm not sure why. Can't you just keep it? It just removes it. you got to take screenshots of everything at all times, I guess, because part of it what I wanted to talk about was just what you brought up. Like, okay, food prices in Russia. 
Uh, and then people were ta- you know, arguing about, well, it's you know cheaper to produce it in the West, blah, blah, blah. It's more easily accessible calories and blah, blah, all these kinds of things. Purchasing power of the dollar versus how much do Russians pay GMOs in rent and lots of versus pesticides thing. Well, and cheese whiz. Uh, and that was the other thing, right? It was just I like this, corn syrup. Yeah. It, it was as you can get you know more food in the, in the, you know, in the U.S. It was one of the other criticisms on right? right? But, but I think it's an accurate one, right? Um, what kind of food is it here? I know that I think they... Hopefully they still stayed on that, uh, but I apparently they did outlaw some GMO. They GMOs, GMOs right? and then as my Russian friends always tell me, the food in Russia is still alive. Like the yogurt and the butter and all this stuff is like super fresh and alive. It's not you super know? processed. Maybe. Yeah, it's not. It's not just dead sitting on a shelf for weeks. So right? it's not always about how much can you squeeze. It's what kind of quality is it too? Yeah. You know, and it, what he bought there maybe that is not great. I don't know. I didn't see what the pr- produce was. Yeah, but, but their meat's going to be better. It's not pumped with like hormones and antibiotics. Not. I, I hope not. You know, yeah, I, I wish think not. they're a little better on the pesticides. I mean, Sweden was for a long time better yeah. about that stuff too. Yeah. In general, Europe, and they invite, Europe has been. Uh, Syngenta and Monsanto, and eventually just like they outsource and the, they, the government stabs. And they, they, there's, you know, Tucker's right there in that sense. Like, yeah, we're living with people who are living. We're under the rule, under the thumb of people who hate us. And they try to undermine us at every instance, uh, step of the way. Mm-hmm. And so the pushback against those who's talking about, well, you know, in the West is great and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, look at what they're doing now with like going after uh, farmers, right? In Germany and the Netherlands, they're decommissioning them for the green agenda, the green transition, that whole shit, the climate uh, agenda. But not that's in Russia. Lead to, yeah. No, I don't think so. That, that's going to, well, unless the agenda 2030, that's part of the, the emissions thing is actually part of that. Well, I read a piece the, the other day there said like, we, Russia is still working to fulfill all these Agenda 2030 goals, and we're we're part of the climate uh, commitment in Agenda 2030. And I'm just like, what? what? You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so again, so again, they might get there. But the point is, like, it's insane in in, in Western countries right now, and it's go it, if that continues, it's going to lead to food shortages. And they're opening the borders, and as we said earlier in the show, now they want. What another seventy-five million pumped into European countries? Like this is it's by design, right? They're doing this by design. But yeah, check out this piece here. Eighty percent of uh, Americans test positive for chemicals found in Cheerios, Quaker oats that may cause infertility, delayed puberty, according to yeah study. And this so, is just a recent one. There's been so many of these of uh, of other chemical compounds and other foods. You know, it's yeah. just so much garbage on the shelf. So much. So it's like, okay, great Cheerios again. This was a critique. GMO wheat. This was this was a critique it. of the community note to that post that I showed you, which is no longer there. So I'm, I I, can, I don't remember all the details that were there, but they were talking about that. Uh, okay. At least in Italy, they don't have the dwarf wheat mm-hmm. to the GMO wheat. When it, when I buy wheat, I don't eat much wheat because I get a reaction to it. I literally can't have it. But if I get the Italian stuff that's non-GMO, the old stuff. I don't get a reaction to. Yeah, again, that was like one of the only good things I did over there now with Melonia was like, they're actually like, let's protect Italian cuisine. We're not going <laughs> to do like man- manipulate with certain things. It was like, okay, well, good for them. You know, Quaker oats. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it was a, a, a test on breads they did, the mainstream breads. Most of them had, uh, uh, what was the, ca- uh, glyphosate, right? Is it glyphosate? Maybe that's the testing for here too. Um, synthetic chemicals like cologne. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, oh, exactly. I know. Yeah, here's glyphosate. They they do mention it. EWG recommended for shoppers to buy organic oat produce since these oats are grown without the use of toxic pesticides such as chloric 
hydrochloroquat. Oh, yeah, that's what you talked about in one of the segments mm -hmm. recently, yeah. right? And glyphosate. Uh, but yeah, so that's how insane it is with the food. It's not just about like the calories. It's like, what kind of food is it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, food, food is life. Food is medicine, and that's how you have to view it. You can't be eating this crap. <laughs> you know, in our country, yeah. like, America just doesn't care. It's just all on the shelf. Gunnar Gunn says on uh, Rumble, formal firearms training opportunities. Maybe you and another awesome person uh, we both know in your area would want to come to some training as a VIP guest. <clears throat> uh, I forgot your I forgot your best email. RedAssetProtonMail.com. Yeah, definitely. Uh, ch ch uh, what do we call it? Uh, hit me up, as I say. Uh, we'll check it out. Thank you, Gunnar. Appreciate that. Always good. All right. So let's see here. I think we're caught up. Are we caught up? Uh you did Ryan, right? Did you do Clown World Gamer? Uh, maybe I didn't. Let me attack that one. Right, Steve, they're indeed 30 years behind. They're now at the stage where they are admitting guest workers. Yes, exactly. We've talked about it. We showed you that. There's uh, 20,000 from, was it Burkina Faso or something? It was some African country. Uh, anyway, Clown World Gamer continues. And many Russians will tell you uh, that they're just that. But with Turks in Germany and the Netherlands, it's also started that way in the 1970s. Absolutely right. So they're they're just... they're. They're slowly getting there. That's how it goes. Maybe next time says, uh, uh, "Why isn't that store? T <laughs> why isn't that store Tucker is in being looted?" Yeah, well, it, <laughs> exactly right. Then you have those things as well. Give it time because they're opening the doors to Africa. So if that happens, we'll see it change. Well, I mean, yeah, you're crystallizing that. My point there. Maybe next time. That's like Tucker is there. He's amazed by all these things. It's he's in the store. Oh, there's no graffiti, there's no looting and stuff. And it's like, yeah, because they're not yet diverse, right? Your problem, Tucker, is primarily diversity. Doesn't mean it's perfect just because you're a homogenous ethnic group. But it's a hell of a lot less issues to deal with and racial division and problems on that front and back and forth and like, you know what I mean? If, you know, if he didn't think about white people and demographics, even on an unconscious level, why did he move to Maine? Yes, Portland, Maine is getting hammered now, right? <laughs> But so he's from not living too. there. I like it he's living. In, uh, he's living in Maine. mountain in Montana. It's <laughs> so. like you live words. Really white, okay? Yeah, Lily white. Well, <laughs> speaking of food, this was a good one here. The uh, remember this one? The skip. Why don't you skip breakfast, Goy? <clears throat> and, and asshole. Now, as a technicality, like. Yeah, it's good to do intermittent fasting, but that's not what this guy's talking about. He's this guy. He's guy's, like, just starve a, a little bit, okay? To save money, maybe you should maybe you should skip breakfast. Gabriel T. Rubin. And you know, uh, Gabriel Rubin doesn't. No, he's eating a lot of uh, bagels. <laughs> Can I have a bagel with cream cheese? Because not too much cream cheese, because I have stomach issues. Oh, that clip. <laughs> Wall Street reporter, Wall Street Journal reporter who advised Americans to skip meals to save money is out of a job. That's right. A Wall Street uh -huh. Journal columnist who infamously advised Americans they can save money by not eating meals have found himself out of a job after more of these major layoffs at newspaper at the newspaper's Washington, D.C. office. You're getting this everywhere now, which is great. Uh, I love that we can see it happen so fast. Like, we yeah, remember what they said, and now we see that they're fired, and then we can, like, laugh at them and have fun about it. Ha-ha. Yeah. Gabriel T. Rubin announced on X that, quote, I lost my job I really love yesterday when Wall Street Journal's top brass decided to crush the D.C. Bureau. Well, now you can skip <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Rubin. Yeah, le learn to code and don't eat anything. 
The writer then begged for a job, posting, I am eager to stay in journalism, so please reach out if there are any jobs left in this beleaguered business. Uh -huh. All right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> enjoy it. Enjoy it when yeah, it happens. Geez. I think that's that. All right. <laughs> now, now, over to the United Kingdom. Mm, there yes. we go. Good stuff. Mayor from the mayor of London's office. This this guy. Remember this guy? Remember the mayor of London? How can we forget that guy? How can, you, how can you forget that face? Do you want to look at the face first? Maybe we should look at the face first. <clears throat> remember oh. that face? Look at that face. That's the face you're going to like. As shits being smeared all over your. That's the face. <clears throat> that's the face you're going to see. Anyway, look at that guy. <sighs> yeah. Not shit. only had they renamed. The underground the lines. lines. Yep. The, the overground. The, remember when he the, like it's the overground. He lines, he also yes. banned overground. Sorry. He also banned advertisements showing like healthy, fit women on the subway. <laughs> White women. Because yeah. it's like it's fat shaming Wasted people. Wasted <laughs> Um Yeah. So over overground lines have been have been renamed, celebrating London's unique history. Now, pr do pray tell. What what is this history here? Right. New names for six lines: Liberty Line. Lioness Line, Mildmay Line, Suffragette Line, Weaver Line, and Windrush Line. Now, let's, we can, there's nothing that's a nod to their uh, actual like ancient culture and things Saxon that actually and, matter. Know, <laughs> yeah, the Anglo-Saxon line or whatever. I, I take even <laughs> Roman, uh, like uh, Ladunum, like so, do give me something. No, of it's the all origins, this like you know? progressive, come lately bullshit. That's all it is. Lioness Line. Yellow parallel lines running through Wembley. The name is in the honor of the achievements football? of the England's women's like, football, football team. Women's. Really? This is see. This is all new bullshit. That's like doesn't even matter. No one's going to remember any of this. Nope. Uh, Mildmay line, which is some uh, HIV AIDS. So there's your gay thing, basically, right there from the eighties. Windrush. Now we'll talk more about that in a moment here. Uh, in honor to the Windrush community. Some Caribbeans that were deported yeah, 75 years ago. It, oh, God. Uh, well, I think I think that Windrush was first the project to bring, bring them here, and then it was the Windrush controversy. Yeah, where a it was, handful of them essentially yeah, had been deported. 1948 British Nationality Act, right? And they let uh, people from you know different colonies to come live and work in Britain. And there was Caribbean countries at the time were struggling. So... Uh, like thousands of them came to England. And of course, there was the 1971 Immigration Act that uh, citizens living in the UK in, were allowed indefinite leave to remain the permanent right to live and work in the UK. Well, it happened in April 2018. It emerged that the UK Home Office kept no records of those granted permission to stay. Those records were destroyed. Oh, my God, the racism. And so they had not issued the paperwork they needed to confirm their status of these uh, poor Caribbeans that came, you know, seeking work and welfare or whatever. So those affected were unable to prove they were in the country legally and they were prevented from health care and work and housing and threatened oh, no. with deportation. Oh, no. And it was like, what, 83 people who had been deported in 1973 or something like that. And then it was in April 2018 when uh, Prime Minister Theresa May at the time apologized for their treatment, announced compensation, giving money to these Caribbeans that were deported you know, like 75 years ago or whatever. And then uh, the inquiry reported in March 2020, because there was uh, this whole inquiry about it, uh, talked about a culture of disbelief and carelessness in the home office. And so then after that, 30 recommendations were made mm -hmm. appointing a migrants commissioner uh, and advising a, a 
establishing a race advisory board, like all this anti-white stuff came because where would the UK be without these Caribbeans? I mean, they would just fall apart. Well, the Windrush generation is, is what built Britain. <laughs> Like, that's ba that's basically an argument. That's why they're like that's that's what the, that's we can thank <laughs> London for the Windrush generation. And it's it's look, funny how they yeah, whine though about racism and white supremacy and colonialism, but they keep coming back and they never want to go home and they never leave. No, and then it's like yeah, the other thing on Haiti, right? Like now, like they killed all the whites. Now all these Haitians as they come to our crawl back to yes. the oppressors that, that that they killed, you know, to make things better. But yeah, look at the first. Here's the first clip. Yeah, they weren't just killing slaveholders. They were killing Everybody. all these innocent children and innocent people, white people, you know? Yep. London is the place for me. No, it's not, dude. It's not. London, this lovely city. No, they were broad. They opened up the doors. Like when they contrasted the standard of living, even in wartime Britain, with what they'd known previously, many decided to return after the war and make their permanent. Maybe you shouldn't have yeah. been involved in the war, huh? No, exactly. You picked. You fought. You fought the wrong enemy. <laughs> Should have been All killing right. your uh, European bros, huh? Uh, so you have that, and you had. Let me go back here. Then the last one. Yeah. Oh, two more. Hey, three more. Weaver line. Uh, for their importance of the textile trade. That's like maybe the only one like... That's something okay, historical. You know, That's yeah. something that has to do with invention or... Yeah, exactly. Discovery. And of course, here's the feminism, suffragette line, liberty line. Yeah, thank you for the, Thank you for all the liberty. Now we can be put in jail for opinions. Thank you, democracy and liberty. 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 Give me liberty. It's all they misappropriated that term, by the way. I like the liberalism. Someone fixed the names of these lines. That would be more appropriate. For I just want to show you Sadiq's con face again. Oh, can, yes. I, can, I, can we yes. just enjoy that together a little bit? <clears throat> yeah. Just get a, mo a, a moment of silence while we look at that face. <sighs> <So give us, laughs> this is fucking. But yeah, here it is. London Overground Network, Autumn 2024. And, and there he is, the, the lines. We had there. talked about too how much money he has spent on like these parties and like, you know, oh, vaginal parties uh, uh, and moisturizing yeah. cream. Yeah. What was it? Like to, to hundreds of thousands I of pounds? Like, yeah, helping what? promote vaginal moisture cream. And like some company like from some dye initiative <laughs> something like that. basically That's what you're promoting. And, and here's the spectator by the way who could object to the windrush line uh, isabel me? hardman and, and <laughs> is that, what are the conservatives Millions complaining at that's basically what she's doing here uh this this girl here isabel hardman not very hard is she softman how about that camden one kid at least um <laughs> Yes, here's the, is this the fix? Yes, the rape go. gang line. That's yes. a good one. Yep. Knife crime line, acid attack line, tranny kids line, machete line. Uh, well, there's the still the, why is the wind rush still Well, there? because I'll show you. We the, actually the, have footage you're from going the wind You're going back uh, line. No, this is the, it's The it's deportation line. In, in unison with what's happening on the other lines, on the wind rush line, here's, oh, yes. here's uh, there you what go. actually is there happening on the wind rush of line. Of course, here. it eliminates that. <laughs> Uh, there's nothing like diversity. Where would we be without it? Yep. There you go. It goes for another 30 seconds here.
comes back for more, folks. Alright. There you go. <laughs> Alright. Point of view. You're taking the train ride on the Windrush yeah, line. No thanks. I think we're done with that, right? Uh should we play this? Here's the other one. Here, this is uh now nah, we want let's go to this, this one. This is here, funny. Right? Yeah, we should do the Sweden uh, we can stuff do this there. One here. Ben <clears throat> Shapiro. On yeah, the well, exactly. Too. We'll get to that too. Anti-immigration ad from Pat Buchanan's 2000 presidential campaign. That's it. Ranks pretty high in the pantheon of underrated political commercials. Okay, well let's uh, let's check it out. Pat signed an executive order saying that English is no longer America's national language. <laughs> it's executive order one three one three six. Thank you for calling 911. Please listen for your language. For Spanish, press 1. For Korean, press 2. Do you ever miss English? Immigration is out of control. Bush and Gore are writing off English for good. What can you do? Vote for the third party that puts Americans first. Vote Buchanan for president. Now that one I agree Italian? Did you hear Swedish? Swedish? Bush and Gore are writing off English for good. <clears throat> Please. The colonialist Swedes, right? <laughs> One thing we do, we, we're known for imposing our language on everyone else. Well, and the thing I, is, look, it's like... Just around here, I've taught several people now how to say school. I've taught them <laughs> what you list. I've even taught them everyone's favorite, chokterapi. Okay? <laughs> yeah, those are one of the first ones you taught me, I See? Think. See? It's just hilarious because, it's like, we all know that Swedes, <laughs> which a large percentage of Nordic people came to America... They all learn English. And guess what? Swedes today all know English. Most Europeans know English. Yep. Italians too. You know, so it's just funny. Yeah, look out for those Swedes and Italians. And I think, was there any other Europeans he noticed? Like, uh, No, I think that was it, right? But like, yeah, someone said it was, it was his sister. I'm going to say, what was it here? I'd rather have press uh, two for Swedish than two for <laughs> Spanish, okay? Yeah, here we go. Perhaps <laughs> the line was written by Pat's sister, Bay Buchanan, to ensure that the ad wasn't racist. Yeah, slump, probably. She was, of course, also responsible for purging Pat's 2000 campaign staff of racists. Really? I didn't know that. Why did they let her in that? Plus, ensuring that the selection of a black VP running mate, a trick that tr- Trump might repeat this year. Well, it just yeah, made him look really stupid. So that yeah, was it's, just a bad I mean, it's funny. The ad is funny, obviously. But <laughs> I mean, it's like, we but, think it's funny. Everyone thinks it's funny. Even people that aren't white think it's funny because they know it's not true. Because white people will all learn English. And guess what? Like all these non-whites think every white person speaks English. Like we're not diverse. Like there isn't uh, multiple European countries with different cultures and languages and histories. That's funny. I like <gasps> oh, that one. Man. Uh, okay. So we got uh, we got the other one here, which is really in the vein of this too, right? Let, let, let's listen to what Ben Shapiro's uh, worst nightmare would be. Now this is uh, uh, Mark Dice noticing uh, quite a bit here but this is a good clip let's check it out and here's ben shapiro just last night once again functioning as a conservative inc gatekeeper to prevent conservatives and white people from thinking about certain things which well are becoming obvious to everyone but what are you going to believe reality or what ben shapiro tells you is reality ben you you've taken a lot of flack online for commenting a couple times over the years that you don't give a damn about the browning of America. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? I, I don't care about the race. I care about the ideology. I don't think that they care about the race, by the way. I think they care about the ideology. If they could import <laughs> 200 million 
liberals from Sweden. I think. <laughs> See, here they are again. <laughs> I would your, take that over a bunch of problem, brown people. Your biggest problem, <laughs> Ben, is two hundred. Where are you going to get these two hundred million? He means from, you, Henrik. He means Henrik Palmgren. <laughs> is that what he the, the worst thing he can think about is two hundred <laughs> white liberal Swedes. Oh well, I mean, please! It, look, look. It's like okay. All those Jews would be like, "Yes, give me those Swedish women." They would love it. I mean, the only thing you would <laughs> need to do. <laughs> Which, of course, his people are behind doing. But if you could deprive these liberals of, like, mass importing, like, other races and, like, let's say, I don't know, pushing LGBTQ shit on kids or something like that, we'd most we'd mostly be fine. Sure, we'd had, like, you know, internal disputes over, like, how much money we should put on, you know, w w how much money on schools and taxes and things. But the point is, before the advent of, like... Um, basically Jewish propaganda. We had a, a guy called David Schwartz write the primary uh, debate articles in the Swedish press over several decades of how we must take in refugees and migrants. They're basically Jews diverse, diversified Sweden, right? And then all the way up, you have Barbara Specters, you have all these other uh, newspaper, uh, you know, moguls up there. What's what some of the names of them? Uh, um, Oh God, it's ill economy moments. But there's a number of them that run the big, some of the biggest papers in Sweden, and they continue to push this kind of line. The point is, it's like that really, Ben. That's your biggest. That's your biggest worry. I'd, I'd worry more about like Jewish subversion. I mean, not that he would. But I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's we part were, of it. Almost for like two hundred years, you could. Uh, there was, I mean, there was some maybe like more oh free market things maybe in parts of the eighteen hundreds or something like that. But ba basically, until like the nineteen fifties ish in Sweden. We were fine by ha with having some like liberals or liberal rule po politically yeah. here and there. The problem was like Even this America post World War Two like propaganda essentially and, and disfavoring nationalism. That was the problem. I'd right? rather go back to the good old days of white people just fighting about like what kind of political system. Now we have to yeah. deal with hordes of incoming invaders who hate us, replace us, want to kill us, want to hurt us. On top of all the other stuff. Yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, I mean. If none of these people came, like after 1965 Immigration Act, and it was only 200 million Swedes, the country would look much better. <laughs> oh Ima imagine. Imagine if there were 200 million Swedes. <laughs> imagine what, like, where. <laughs> and I mean, it's, yeah, this, you, know, you can look at it, of course, yeah, and Sweden. How would Sweden be without diversity today? You know, kind of thing. But like, how would America be without the Heart Seller Act? Or let's even go further back of like much, what. Much what what was it? When was a lot of the Russian Jews coming over? Or Jews from Russia, as a better way of saying it, I guess. But like, what, the 1910s, 20s, 30s, something like that? It was There was other laws passed. I forget what those laws are called, but there was like specific things passed then, I think, right? To, and for a while, they were accused, oh, you didn't let them all in, you're worse. Well, look at it now, and I'll get a Ben Shapiro. Uh, yeah, that's your biggest fear, really, Ben? All right, anyway, let's go back to uh, the clip here, because <laughs> Mark Dice has some, some good things. He's, he's, yeah, he's noticing some stuff here, too. That they would do it. There you go. By the way, I was going to say this to regarding that. Your kin your, how would your kindergartens be with like you know I mean again and not the not the not the cultural Marxist propaganda because I agree with that. I don't like that. Be very of the blonde either. There but like two hundred million saying, Swedes like, came to America. I mean again like <clears throat> what we're Sweden were known for. Yeah, we were we were they were most you know social democratic liberals like 60s, 70s, 80s at least before mass migration in that way right. It's like safe streets and clean, fairly clean kindergartens. Again, I, I didn't like the architecture particularly like we hampered on earlier. Well, we but can fix that. We can fix it. Exactly. Those are the issues we can fix. We can't fix the loss of our demographic group. We can't, we can't fix those things. All right, back to the Do it. 
There he goes again with his complete and utter nonsense. I was going to call it complete and utter BS, but I try to keep this a family-friendly show. It's obviously about three different things. It is about importing the Democrat future voting base, but it's also equally, if not more so, about reducing the white majority in the United States in order to make white people a minority in order to create the cultural diversity utopia that so many leftists have dreamed of. I think he's right, but I think it's more than that, too. Like, but why, Mark? Why do us. they want to create make us a minority? Right? It's not just because of of some pipe dream. Of it's religious. It's, be it's historical. It's be they have reasons. Vengeance. It's uh, it's hatred. It's jealousy. Uh, it's destruction. It's exactly. It's religious. And it's also about implementing the Cloward Piven strategy to lead us to a communist government by bogging down the welfare system so bad by getting so many people on the government dole that it redistributes the wealth from those of us who are hardworking Americans to those who refuse to work and don't want to work and are just being allowed here by the tens of millions in order to, well, take our money. You see Ben Shapiro, Christopher Rufo, and other leaders in the anti-woke movement desperately don't want white people to start engaging in identity politics. Exactly. That's right, Mark. Every That's right. does because they don't Welcome want to the white party. people to start. It was a great tweet. I forget it was Apollo or something. It was basically like, <clears throat> if white people adopt identitarian politics, basically, uh, coll- you know, a collective identity, right? And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you have to get rid of your individuality. Conservatives say, oh my God, I don't want to give you my, my individuality. You don't have to get rid of it. You can just also, you can also have a collective identity, yes. a white identity. Anyway, he basically said, like, if we adopt that, we win. It's over. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's why they're, that's why all the these gatekeepers laws, are there. We take care of it. They it's go back. Every time, right? Like a Jordan Peterson, like in, individualism, individualism, individualism. Anyway, back to the clip. Seeing themselves as a distinct ethnic group and start voting and supporting candidates and policies that have the best Benefit interests us. in mind for white people. Mm-hmm. While Ben's precious Israel must yes, let's normalize its this. ethnic homogeny, its lack of diversity. Cultural diversity is a must in the United States, in Europe. Yep, and here's not Benjamin. a must in Israel, right? Good. This is good. Uh, He's got a big audience. You know, it's it's coming around at some point, you yep. know, some more of these cucks are going to be waking up. Commie Combo Deal says at some point, Europeans have to do what we have always done, organize, collaborate and redesign our future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we can do that. We just need yep. to get rid of all these people. <laughs> they have to go back home. Okay. Yeah. I'm not and, talking and, about mass and, murder like, you know, journalists love to write. You know, it's can, funny how their mind we, always we goes even, there. You can. Yeah, you can argue it's hard. The political system, if you do, if you're not the majority, they will just vote they will just pass laws against you or restrict you or take your stuff like they do in south africa so, so i get that part of it so, so obviously the deportation thing is a, is a key component in that but there's an awful lot you can do even before that point i mean you can begin collaborating right now you know what i mean you don't That's have to right. wait for them to to be deported no you collaborating will are things that will get you to that point kind of thing you know what i mean but it's 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 an awful lot about what we decide to do as well it's not just about like um, you know, us, us freeing ourselves from what other people doing or what's been imposed on us. That's part of the equation. Uh, but we can we can do, I think, a lot of damage by just working together now and yeah, <laughs> pulling in right. the same direction. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't, it, we, don't have to, doing we don't have to it wait. We don't have to wait for certain things. It doesn't have to be, a, you know, a specific chronological order that we do this. It's just like, just to begin, do it now, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, Comic Combo Deal. Draw Fork says diversity means fewer white people. Equity means taking what white people built. And inclusion means excluding white people. Yep, pretty much. That's it.
<laughs> exactly. <That laughs> People are figuring that out. Yep. Uh, let's see here. We got another uh, big donor from North Fork here, too. Thank you. Appreciate that. For account of you. Nor uh, cheers, Henrik and Lana. Hail, uh, good folks enjoying the show as always. Thank you for the support, North Fork. Uh, very kind of you. Sire says, remember what caused these refugees? Sire Globalist funded the wars, regime change, fund destruction, rebuilding to enslave nations. Thanks for refugees. Yeah, it's the, it's the war effort. Um, that, that's partially how they do it. And I think even if they didn't do that, they would have forced, <laughs> forced us anyway. But yeah, that's why it's important to destroy that power center. One more here from Sire says, ask the Palestinians, Muslim Christians about diversity in, and democracy in Palestine. Israel, the only democracy and most moral army. Uh, 30K killed with US uh, dollars. Yeah, they, they love their democracy down there. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, another one here, big one from Veritas, 6464. Good to see Thank you. Arrest Revolt. A similar awakening is manifesting in Australia currently. I think uh, so. The folk, the Volk, uh, are waking up to the bureaucratic bullshit scam of lefty LGBTQism. Yes, yeah, so I, I uh, was supposed to talk with um, uh, Blair Cottrell from Australia yesterday, and I he had to reschedule last minute. But I, ho I hope we can get him uh, next week. He had to work, so I get it. It's, it's not his fault. He was called in. Uh, but we should be able to get him next uh, next week on, I think. And uh, yeah, because I really want to cover what happened during Australia Day, too, by the way. It was completely insane the way that they're like clamping down on uh, nationalist groups down there and all the. Uh, you know, it's all the indigenous, you know, s s shit that's happening now. They're cutting down statues and stuff. They're having like their BLM revolt under, uh, you know, uh, under well, not BLM, but the a a l m, I guess. They're Aboriginal uh, liberation movement down there right now. <sighs> Liberating so we'll from liberated from what? From Being taken care of, of white by people. white people? Oh my yeah. God! Having well, having your own space, your own Lebensraum. Well, a little bit like Haiti all over again, right? <laughs> We're going to go back to cannibalism. Leave us alone. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we do one more or are we good? Should yeah, we we'll up? have to save those, I think. We have a couple there we'll left. But yeah, we could save those. There's a couple of good ones there. Um, well, yeah, we'll save it. The Apple stuff is kind of funny. People are returning their Apple provisions now. Do you see They're that? getting sick. Oh, surprise, surprise. Headaches, motion sickness, and the weight of the device. We'll yeah, and if you more. keep using it, you probably get brain cancer too on top of it. Uh, yeah, because it's wireless, I would assume, right? It's all just wireless We don't stuff know the long-term effects of these things. Well, well, we know about Wi-Fi already. There's also been plenty the, of studies. We don't know about the mRNA stuff, but they're not only pushing that, they're criminalizing uh, uh, you, you You protesting it now, too. You don't, you're not believing in mRNA. This is in France specifically, but I'm sure they'll do it to other countries, too. If you don't believe sufficiently in your mRNA technology, then uh, you're going to be, uh, you could, it might be a fine. You might be arrested, in fact. All right, anyway, we'll leave some of that for uh, Western Warrior here coming up next. RedHouseMembers.com. Head over there, get a membership, 10 bucks a month. Support us, if only... Only 10% of you guys watching out there signed up for a membership right now. We'd be in a tremendously better situation. Bring on some more to people, grow more shows. and to uh, expand what we're doing here at Red Ice. So if you like what we do, please consider it. If you haven't signed up for a membership before, now is a great time. RedIceMembers.com, 10 bucks a month. But you can get a, a longer subscription as well, and they'll get you, uh, they'll, they get down the price uh, per month that you pay. Uh, you can also do it on Odyssey or Subscribestar or Locals. That's RedIceTV.Locals.com. Uh, and by the way, yeah, if you did sign up recently, and if you want to get access to RedEyesMembers.com, where all the archives are, uh, just reach out, send us an email, and we can uh, link up your account kind of on the back end uh, like that as well. Uh, all right. Thank you, guys. We also have, of course, our uh, producers, executive producers today. That's a great way to support us as well. Get a shout-out at the end of the show. You can get one of those at RedEyesMembers.com or Subscribestar or Odyssey. So let's say, uh, let's say thanks, beginning with our executive producers, T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, 
Jake, Red Pill Rundown. We also have French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Obunga, Mongoose. We have William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Dilbob, Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, Rex Ballington, Commie Combo Deal, The Dearborn Toxic Event, Brendan Anthony, Penelope 7, USA. We also have Bertrand Comparet and Dixie Drone Force, together with Arctic Wolf, our latest edition. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you. Also, thanks to Mr. Walker, 696, Obadiah Hexwell, Yuanson, Perfect Brute, Leroy Dumond, Single Action Army, Snark Pop, Lord H.P. Lovecraft, Eyes Open, Trevor, Mr. Lemry, Der Schwabe, Yuri Nu, and Sonata for Violin. We appreciate all of you guys. Thank you so much. Again, if you want to get one of those, Odyssey, Subscribestar, or RedEyesMembers.com. Whatever works for uh, you guys. Uh, so thank oh, you. And Unity17, thank you for a nice message. Lana, I love how viscerally 1488 you are. <laughs> you rock. Love you guys. Oh, thanks. What does that thanks. mean? 1488? And those numbers are censored apparently by Rumble. I have no idea. So. Oh, really? They couldn't uh, write 14.88 or something? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, appreciate, appreciate that, guys. Uh, all right. Hope you enjoy the show. We'll be back with more here uh, over the weekend. Then we'll see you yeah. on the next one. Yeah, <laughs> school. <clears throat> which which colonist word should we uh, should we enter? Chocktherapy. <laughs> Let's start with that one. There we go. Learn a new Swedish word. One Swedish word per show. How about that? All right. See you next time, guys. Take care. Bye. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.